0: Blog Talk Radio.
2: in New Jersey while we enter the Louis zone. Uh this is whatever the hell we're calling the show for this Thursday whatever we're calling the show. Blah 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 blah. Crew here, Angel here, you there. You still uh,
3: why don't we just name the why don't we just name the show after Drew Henson. That worked that worked out really good last week.
2: Yeah, maybe we'll have some Drew Henson talk tonight. Um which shockingly enough, I thought I started telling that on the, the Friday night referral. And let me tell you, those guys were like How the fuck did you guys
4: start talking about Drew Henson? I'm like, I, I, I can't even be on I can't begin to tell you how it
3: started. But it, it was, did oh, the, the, the the moves lined up perfectly the sun was shining while the moons were out and god just left this beautiful Drew Henson with, with a glowing background so that's how it happened i
4: still can't believe it i still can't we we I can't believe we did a half an hour on drew henson which that, to me going. yeah we probably could have that's the sad part
2: And I'm having yeah, I'm trying.
3: To, I'm trying to think. We should probably do a segment every week about the most overrated athlete. You know, last week was Drew Henson. We could probably do Jesus uh, Bryce Dane. Harper this week.
1: No,
2: it, it well, wait a second. <laughs> From on my man Bryce. No, that, that was just a little dig at
3: you for. for uh, yeah, you know, that's a fun a fun shot. Across the
2: bow. I will say this, yeah, well I will say this surprise harper.
4: And and I think this goes for anybody who's a phenom at an early age. Unless you play a
3: individualistic sport,
4: it is really
2: hard. To match what everybody and their mother says you're gonna be at an early age. But we we can we'll do that. We can definitely do that. I, I see you bring up Bryce. I'll say number two That keep...
3: Well I knew exactly where you're going with that one.
2: Yeah. Well that's
3: that's that's you know, what I'm good do. for. You know, our call last week was awesome. We should have the callers pick a person to,
2: to rip. If we if we could guarantee that we were going to get callers every week, I would say completely let's do that. So, right. guys,
3: if you're listening out there in the stratosphere, bring it yeah. on. Give us the person that, that you want to rip. And we, we can do a half hour just basically off of ripping those people.
2: Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first quick break. Um, which may be a little bit longer than a quick break. I don't know, we'll figure it out. But we'll be back. And um uh, I don't know. I'll go for two minutes and then we'll see where we are. Sounds good? All right.
5: He is a Scooby that we all just love to hate. We wanna see him lose because he's just so friggin' great. So when he fails at football, he likes to scream and pout. His expressions when he sucks are what Sundays are about. Oh, oh, ah, oh, 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 ah, oh, oh. oh. Get him mad Then watch him get sad hi, hi. Oh, 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 oh Oh, oh, You'll get him sad Then watch him play bad hi. Number man Manning face, man face The fans, they like to see his laser rocket arm But me, I like to watch when the defense has done him harm The locking problems, I him, yet it really cause a fuss and if you don't protect him, you'll get thrown under the butt.
0: Let's just say, uh, we had some problems in protection.
5: Oh, oh, uh oh, 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 uh oh, oh, Just make him frown, and then he's a clown. Oh, oh, uh oh, 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 uh oh, oh, oh. His brother looks like his syndrome is down. Can't deny, can't deny, you love to see that man. I'm
1: such a lonely neighbor. Captain, I, Captain, I love to see that man he's there. Really, he is, such
0: a neighbor. We called
1: bad places! Walk! 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 Hey! Hey, Aya! Hey! Hey, Aya! We call the f place, alright? Nothing wrong with raising your voice, nothing wrong with maybe yelling a little bit. If you're a little fever, you
6: better avoid the drop.
5: Hey!
1: Or
6: oh, you'll get an earful and the
5: naggy never stops All the bullying all day, cause he's changing the play Just remember he's no brave yeah he cries more like a lady Can't deny, can't deny, you love to see that man in face He is such a whitey a Can't deny, can't deny, you love to see that man in face
0: Really he is such an a boy. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. You yeah, know, because God
2: knew there's ever a thought process in my head that will work faster than the computer will. That didn't take long. That wasn't long enough of a break. All right. Is that the first time you ever heard the
3: name? That was the first Manning song I heard like that. Yes. Yeah.
2: Could that not be the greatest theme song ever?
3: Um, it could have been a little bit more about you know two and zero versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think no, that, it that has a little bit. Bait. That that has a little bit better of a ring and a great flow to a song. Like. I'd be braided two times.
2: Uh
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: oh oh. Let's not forget It's more making fun of his brother than anything else. Oh, yeah. No. You know, he's (laughs) such a whining a-hole. But, I'm not going to lie, one of the best trash talkers I've ever heard. Was he able able to do the but he was awesome on the match too.
4: Like he was com- he was him like it's so funny, like you can just see why like those guys are great. And like Tiger who like would give shit but really wouldn't give
2: shit. Tiger's like, alright, whatever. Let's huh. keep it moving. Let's just play golf. You know, and like him and Phil are like yucking it up and Brady sucks and,
0: hey, Chuck, what do you think? Yeah.
4: Right. This is the next time I worry
2: about what Charles Barkley thinks about on the golf course.
3: Well, you know, they have to do more of you know, having that interaction played out, like in all sports. Like, I would love to be in the ear of a first baseman in Major League Baseball. Or, you know, I guess they don't really do uh the whole catching thing where you know, hey, how's your uh, kids kid and my wife or your wife and my kids? uh but yeah. I'd love to be in the ear of first baseman because they talk nonstop and I think it's like nonstop gibberish from what everybody says, you know, I know when i, I, I when I, I played i it, you know I, I i bullshitted with everybody that came to me,
4: yeah, so every
3: I, single
2: person and I didn't know you. Like, I, I remember once you we were in, playing uh, one of the Tom Zergers, I forget, maybe north, no, southeast, south East, I forget, because we played them all at Hudson, Inn, and it was like the one, you know, kid gets to, like, a fucking base hit, and it was fucking, it was Frazier's older brother. And he, like, you know, fucking gets the first base, and the fucking kid that's to first base is like, is that butter or margaret? I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What is it you're playing kids in Jersey City? So you think like, oh, let's get all this up, fucking fuck hard. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know, fucking, I don't know. I, I just maybe I'm just getting old and don't like It's just like shut the fuck up, you fucking
3: asshole. They wanted to be being baseball. I don't know if you saw that they're coming out with a new uh strike zone. It's gonna be. On Astro players, it's going to be in the middle of their body between the Astros and the knees. That's where the new strike zone is going to be for the Houston Astros for 2020.
6: You know,
2: I I have this thing with with all of this,
3: and and I could be completely wrong
4: with this,
2: but I still go back to
4: the finals. You don't throw a you don't bitch and moan about pitchers with pine tar or doctoring the ball
2: because you don't know what's going on on your team.
4: Maybe somebody's
3: team should just go wait. What were we doing? And it's like Bob. I'm pretty curious because you know you got the judge with uh, the Yankee documents. I'm curious to see what comes out of that. Um, I I am firmly believe... I firmly think you're going to
4: hear what the Yankees did. And you saw what the Red Sox did. And I'm I'm, going to be pretty sure it's the same. Like, I think it's going to be like they were using their video rooms when they weren't supposed to be.
2: And, like, it's going to be like a big old fucking nothing burger. But...
4: And I, I I don't think any of this is a big deal. Like I think everybody cheats. I think everybody steals signs. I I, I just think it's it's well,
3: listen, so if It fun- happens during the course of the game, and you're deciphering it and you're passing it along, yes. and it's coming from the field. Yes. So be it, because that's gamesmanship. But if you're using technology. A signal from from uh you know from the back rooms there from the clubhouse yeah. that's that's where I have a problem with it you know if it's on the field and it's deciphered up there you're, you're seeing you know the pitcher he's the way he's gripping the the gloves he's tipping pitches uh, yeah. second base and you you see the size and you know what it is and you want to relay it so be it I'm th- th- I'm totally cool with that. I don't like the technology part where you bring it in from the camera into the clubhouse and you're banging on your drums all day or you're hitting the buzzer, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, I'm not down that with buzzer. that part. You know, don't take off my shirt because I got a really bad tattoo.
4: I don't buy that buzzer thing, though.
3: No. I never did. Then they, they explain our two don't rip off my shirt and don't tell me that it was because of the tattoo. I don't think it was
4: a tattoo. I think he was mic'd up.
3: So some form of you know, technology that was there. You know, to be honest with you, you probably didn't need the technology because, you know, you know it's only two pitches from Chapman. They're going to be a fastball or a slider. And going up into that at that, he was kind of missing with the fastball. So yeah. any professional hitter, and I believe that that's is definitely a professional hitter. He's mm-hmm. probably sitting on a 3-1 slider, because that's the one pitch that he's not throwing. Because every other fastball was away. Remember, 3-1. Yeah. So he was missing with the fastball. So, as like I say, it's, for me, it's just where we smoke, smoked, there's fire, I think. But
4: I, I look at it this way. We're talking about them in, like, 2017? Well, even last year. 2017 or 2019. All right, so they weren't exactly world beaters at home during that. Yeah, you know, and and that's the one thing with even with like stealing signs in baseball. No matter what, if your guy knows what's coming, he still has
3: to hit it. Right, but if you're if you know you eliminate four pitch pitcher, you eliminate three of the pitchers, and now you're looking, you know, for a zone you get it down that zone, you're going to crush that pitch, especially like with Altuve sitting back on a slider. First off, 3-1 pitch on just about any other pitcher in the league, just about every pitcher in the league, 3-1, what do you think you Fastball, right? Yeah, so you're sitting You're different. up for the heat. Right, so you're up for the heat. If he didn't know a slider was coming and he thought a fastball was coming, that ball would be pulled. And it would be pulled either, like, directly into the foul, you know, into foul, or it would be pulled down the line. That ball was crushed dead center. So he
1: ha- he was he
3: waited back. He knew what was coming, and he was able to drive the ball. Look. So I, I that, put, that that's where I'm.
4: Looking I at. don't buy the buzzer on that as much as Sanchez gives the worst signs in baseball.
2: That's a peek. He could peek and see Sanchez's signs
4: sets up two world that I've watched that at about probably more times than i can't care to actually no I watched it enough because I enjoy it huh. and I think I've watched Jared
2: Karabas' reaction more than anything um from the bar <laughs> school i came. but No, I I thought he knew where that. I thought he knew what pitch he was going to wear was going to be because I thought Sanchez did a terrible job
4: of setting up. I think Sanchez did a terrible job of giving signs and how the only people that don't think that are the Yankees.
3: Well, no,
1: no, no. You know,
3: as a Yankee fan, I'll tell you right now, I think his catching defense is suspect. The where he has his plus is in his arm. He has a hell of an arm, and a very accurate arm. The only thing is you got to catch the ball. And that's where he fails at times. Um, whether it's he's lazy or he's too big, uh, whatever, you know, I think he has little Manny Ramirez in him. cool. Yeah, but Manny didn't have to play a position where he
4: had to be on every game. Right, but... You know, like, Manny didn't have
3: to be on on every pitch. But this guy does. But I'm just saying, he's aloof. Um, he can be lazy at times, where it's dropping the gloves or dropping his knees. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's... Like I said, that, that type of play kind of reminds me of a Manny Ramirez kind of... Aw, shucks. You know what yeah. I mean? I think he's a hell of a hitter. Um, no, there's no denying that, and I think the Yankees will take that trade off because it—you can work at catching the ball once again. The other intangible intangibles of him with the rocket arm and the bat are elite. If they can get him to average or even just below average at catching a ball, you know. The one thing that they're, they're going to do in terms of Major League Baseball when they go to the automatic strike zone, you're not going to have to worry about framing pitches anymore. So if you trying to be fine like that and trying to frame pitches, don't worry about that because, was it, you know, this year or next year, I think that they're going to be going out with that. Well, it was supposed to be this year that they were doing that in the minor leagues because I know they did it uh, last year. You know, but, um, there's
4: a part that with that automatic strike zone. I don't want to see that in baseball. Like just because of the Twitter – and the people that don't know how to watch baseball are like, the K zone has ruined baseball. Yeah, there's something
1: about
3: pitching to an umpire. But then also on the flip side, you have some horrible umpires. Eric Gregg had like the worst strike zone I've ever seen. I think he single handedly, you know, set the strikeout record in that one game against uh, in the playoffs with uh, Levon and. uh Tom Glavin. they're throwing the ball two feet off off the plate, and they're strikes. You can't do that. Uh, You got the Angel Hernandezes of the world, uh, the Laz Diaz, and like I think that they caused so much much, uh, turmoil. That the the
4: problem
3: with those.
4: And I and I always heard this from
2: heard this, you know, when I went to umpire school and everything.
4: If you're gonna be bad, be consistently bad. Yeah. Because nobody, can say you're bad for both. You're bad for us. You're bad for the, You're bad for both sides. If you're gonna suck, suck. And if look, if you're gonna suck and you're gonna keep the game moving, keep the game moving. Right. but I believe is,
3: that that pitch, that pitch about a, a foot offside is gonna be a strike for you, until Leslie is and until Hernandez and decide it's not. And then you're looking at them like what the hell are you doing? See that's
4: the problem. That is the the fundamental problem with, with baseball. Is that you have umpires who think they're bigger than the game. Who wanna infuse
2: themselves into the game. You know,
4: they they wanna they want you to know they're behind the dish to know.
3: And they have to understand that we're not going to watch a game by Joe. No. West. No. If I, I don't see want to see he's on Bryce do Chopper get thrown out of a game in the fourth inning because you called the strike three feet off the plate. Yeah. You know, you want consistency. And, unfortunately, I think that that's where – you know, I think K-Zone, I like it, uh, but it does highlight the ineptitude of some of these um- umpires. Like, honestly, going back in time, uh, you get maybe you remember one or two umpires, right? Eric Gregg, maybe. Yeah, I know he he was famously bad at times, but you really don't hear much about these umpires from the 80s and the 90s. Now bring in the K-Zone, you know all about that motherfucker Angel Hernandez. You know all about uh, Laz Diaz. You know all about uh, the president of the Umpire (laughs)
2: Association.
3: Yeah. So how, how do you get him to do a better job?
2: You
4: make him not longer an umpire.
3: See, here's the other problem. It's so hard to become
4: a Major League umpire. There's so much that these guys have to go through to become a Major League umpire. And you got these old fucks who are still doing it that are 97 years old. Like Joe West can't see his fucking can't see his excuse past his fucking fat jokes. Like at some point you gotta say, okay, you're a little... You're a little bit on the portly side
3: here, Joe. We don't think you're getting out from behind a dish that well. Yeah. You look like
4: Tommy Lasorda. You should be doing some fast commercials, (laughs) Fatso. But I I think baseball has bigger problems than putting in automatic strike zones. Like we say with everything, 99% of them are really good. There, it's probably like 95 95 of them are really good. It's the other four
3: of them that suck balls. And like huge donkey dick balls. (laughs) It's, It's not like a regular ball. They're sucking donkey dicks. Yeah, like Phil like Clay. I love him. Histor- yeah, historically bad. But he's 65 years old.
4: Should he still be out there? No. And I love him. I love Phil. Phil's a great guy. Does a lot of charity work. Puts on one of the best charity events you've you'll ever see. But he's getting up there. You know, like, they, they always tell that, oh, it takes forever for umpires to get to the major leagues. Okay. Fact. That's an absolute fact. Um, but that's because there's so many umpires in the minor leagues.
3: There are so many umpires in the minor well He's now that's gonna be changing. that's gonna be changing with uh with the reduction of the of the Minor League teams and the Minor League leagues. Um but what what was it before? In the Minor League you get three on not four, correct? Two so, um it's two in a ball,
4: three and double, four and triple.
3: I think what? two independent, or is it three and independent? I think it's three and in independent ball. Three, it's independent tra- three. Right. So, like, you know, if you're really concerned, you know, with this whole thing, it's like, there has to be some sort, and I know they rate their umpires. They have to rate their umpires. There's some type of tracking system that they do. And they rank their, their umpires. But the problem with that is, is that
4: you are ranking them off computer programs. I mean, and you're and you're you're doing all of this, but who are you pandering to? Like, who legitimately
3: are you pandering? Because the players sure
2: as hell don't want robot ump's.
3: No. Because why would you want to give that up? You know, you can talk your way into, like, what did they say about Wade Boggs? If he didn't swing, it wasn't a strike. Right? Yeah. Is that what they said about Boggs? And yep. why, would, why would anybody want to give that up? Because those borderline pitches are going to go in your favor. For the most, most part, yeah. You know, right. And you want to yeah, – and that's part of the gamesmanship of the, of the game. That's the beauty of the game. You know, and let's be honest with, with fans. You know, even complaining about a bad call or a bad strikeout or a bad pitch is, you know, part of the game. Great, yeah, it's great for us. You know, go to water cooler, George. My God, Angel Hernandez was horrible last night. Did you see those pitches that he was call- that he was calling strikes? Was in the other batter box. It gets, you're talking about the game. You know, and it's great for the game to, to be spoken about even if it if it is a negative thing that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, you know, and I so. was going to hey, um, close pitch
4: goes your way. Man, that was a tough call to make. Oh, yeah. The way I look at this, I would rather have the umpire have to make the punt. Like, have to make the call. Man, I, I, I tell you, I I don't know how he bangs him right there on that pitch. That was close.
0: I, I think and the
4: problem it? is, that this is what I think. Baseball wants to make the game faster, right? This is what all this is going for,
2: right? This, this, this
4: right. is why they're doing it. Want to make the game go faster?
2: No, not a chance in hell. This is going to make the game longer.
4: These are major league hitters. This isn't a high school baseball game. You can't sneak one past the major league hitter down the cock. You nah. have to work hard. And what? If you miss a corner by a, a, fucking, uh, a, a fucking Chinaman's dick, it's a ball? Hey, yo. How many? I'm telling you. You, you this is going to be the worst thing to happen to base to profess to major league baseball. Do it in the minors. Get those kids ready to hack. Let them tell, make them come up and fucking swing the bat instead of everybody looking for fucking walk. But I'm telling you You get a ball that grazes the fucking knees? Nah. Not a chance in that. Nope. You are gonna ring a guy yeah. up on a pitch? No, that's
2: okay.
3: I'm sorry, and you know, I don't want to take away the control from an umpire to control the pace of the game. But now, you now, yeah, I'm thinking a little bit wild. You got cold from... call strikes. It's ten it's nothing in the eighth inning, and somebody's missing by a lot. Yeah, you, you want to help the guy out a little bit. Ten nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, either you're gonna go ahead and you know. uh deduct or penalize an umpire for that? Stop. Well, no, because all they, have, all they are now is robots. Well, that's I where think... baseball is going to right now. You you're already made the manager a defunct robot. Yeah. You know, you got... You know, you're taking a lot of strategy out of the game. Uh, while I'm in favor of the uni- Universal DH, I'm not a favor in favor of the three-person not... Uh, Release pitcher. No, I don't
2: like that. No, I don't like that. I, I look at it this way: If you're
4: going to get rid of the universal DH, if you're going to make them go to universal DH, then there is no need to put that rule in.
3: Because there's no well, strategy no. in the game. Well, you know what? It, it's it was mainly put in for September baseball when you got your 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 uh, your teams at Bulk forty man. Matter. Well, besides Buck, everybody does it. And yeah. you got all these pitchers coming to games. And it's like, well, I think what? This year it was supposed to be, uh, what was the max for September, I think, this year? Before coronavirus hit. I think the one reason why they increased uh, the everyday to 26 was to limit the 40 men in September. So you weren't going to have the fort the, the thirty relievers in the bullpen. Yeah.
4: Well, but see that's that's the problem with all these teams going analytical. It's okay. Now you're going to sit there and you're going to do all this, and okay, we have to have lefty lefty. Okay, so now they're going to counter with a right. Oh fuck. You know, it's just. But that's good management. if you only have three guys in the bank like this this is the biggest problem
2: with baseball with is that everything think came overly analytical. Yes. Right? Everything overly
4: analytical. A hundred percent. Set up guys, closers, specialists, whatever. Now you're, you're, you've got pitching staffs that have eight guys in the bullpen for what? you got three-man benches. Have you noticed the influx of tw- of 15-inning-plus games in the last few years? Position players pitching in extra-inning yep. games? It's there for – it's because all these teams have so many fucking pitchers, and they're like, oh, we don't care about blowing a guy in the first – you know, oh, we use it for one guy. Okay, cool. How about this? Move the bullpens behind the – put cameras in the fucking bullpens. You don't want them on the field because guys are getting hurt. Okay, put them behind the dugout. Stop the 325-foot fucking run in
3: from the outfield. But that's fine. That that really is nothing. You know, yeah, but if, you, but if you think about it, every
4: time it happens, it's two fucking minutes. And these games total. average fucking seven pitching changes. That's 14 minutes a side.
3: The one great thing that I've seen them hour. put in for this year is no – brawls. Yeah, because of the I mean, no coronavirus. Well, besides, you know, it's like I don't I never understood why these motherfuckers yeah. are running from the bullpen. Everybody. Yeah. From the bullpen. They walk hug each back,
6: other.
3: And then they yeah. walk back. Oh, yeah. Walk back. Key word there. Walk back. You know, I think baseball, they had it right when they first put in, but it had no balls to it. Uh, But when they first said, hey, you can't be coming out of the box. But what what did Ramirez say? I mean, uh, Ortiz, go ahead, find me. I'm going to do it every single time. Whenever a pitch is thrown, I'm getting out of the box because I'm going to readjust myself, and I'm thinking from pitch to pitch. You know, I thought that was a good rule to keep people in the box. You know, Nomar, you know, how many times you got to readjust your gloves? You know, Juan Soto, why are you grabbing your dick so much? You know, you don't have to do that. If you get brushed off, I get it. But from pitch to pitch, you're going to go ahead and wiggle your ass and stand outside the box? Yeah, but for
4: those guys, it's it's a timing thing. Like, I've never had – like, there's some stuff that I'm like, why are we bitching about? How about this? Bring back to the fucking
3: bullpen car. But wouldn't it be the same the same thing, dude? No, because John by Rock- the time that guy gets back to the Rock- Rock- run from, from the out. Yeah, he sprinted in. There's so many pitchers pitchers who run in from the bullpen. Mariano did a jog. You know, but a yeah. lot of people they, they do sprint in. Every once in a while, well, can't say once in a while, but you had a lot of them that walked. It's all a personal preference, but to be honest with you, it's probably between people uh, who right. jobs so, and a but sprint, let's it this like. probably every 50-50. pitching
4: change is two minutes long. I'm saying cut that in half. Bring back the bullpen car. Drive them in. You always eliminate all every time there's a fucking. I feel bad for the fucking ball boys and shit every time they have a fucking pitching change. They gotta run out
3: there get the fucking guys' jacket.
4: Give me a fucking break. You can carry your fucking jacket, you dickhead.
3: I don't. I never understood the whole jacket part.
0: Yeah, keeps their arms.
3: Yeah. I, no, I get that, but yo, know, do you really That's have to be a little an... like that? Like, okay, so so Wait. when a pitcher gets up the hit. But thankfully, will no longer be the case. So, the pitcher gets up to hit. He miraculously gets on. I still think they should
2: take away the fucking DL and the, Amer- the DH in the American. Make every
4: fucking pitcher hit.
3: I know, no. I know. I, I don't care. Uh, no, I mean, they, they, no. Tired of these
4: guys fucking pitchers not being athletes.
3: They are athletes. They're still athletes.
2: Yeah, but they're not athletes. They play half a game. They they not, play I, I don't know. I kind of like seeing pitchers. They,
3: they play defense, they pitch. Yeah, and pitching is the most important aspect of this game. And if you have people, if you have people getting hurt because they have to hit. Because they're non-athletic. You know, you know I've, I've seen, because, you know, of course, it happened to the Yankees multiple times. You know, your uh, Chiming Wong, you got your Tanaka. How do, you, how do you tear two hamstrings on one running play? But, you it. know, it's like...
2: You play softball. You know, You've seen it.
3: Yeah, it's softball. Yeah. Well, that's the equivalent of fucking pitchers. You know, I'm investing $15 million into Tanaka pitching. I need him to pitch. I don't give a shit if he hits. I don't want him to hit. By him hitting, it caused him to miss too much of my season. That that's two months of my season. Luckily, you know, the Yankees are going good. But what if, you know, they're in a in a tight race and they lose the division or they lose the playoffs because of the two months that Tanaka missed. Hey, how about this? I, I, I know this is gonna sound crazy. Oh, just just let me say. It. Oh, do how I need this? do I need a barf bag? If I need I a barf, need bag, barf bag, bag, let me know now. How about this? Just remember, I'm on
4: the third floor
3: right now. I'm in the attic. Don't make me jump.
4: Fifty years ago, the DH came into baseball, right? Yes. Twenty years ago, they abolished the National League. Twenty-five years ago, they abolished the National League and the American League president. Yes. Twenty years ago, they abolished National League umpires and American League umpires. Yes. There's been two CBAs since then. If baseball wanted a universal DH, they would have gotten it in the last 50 years. Right, but that's what you're saying. They don't want it. But there's 15 owners on the other side. I'm sure there's an owner. There's 15 owners on one side that would vote for it. All you need is one fucking. That'd be like. The NBA saying, Welcome to the Western Conference basketball where we have a five point line. What? But these plays are three I mean, it's so fucking stupid. It's because baseball writers are such old fucks. I think part of it is the baseball the national writers league owners.
3: Is a national the national league, league.
4: owners aren't the national league owners that we think about anymore. I'm sure the Wilpons don't want to see, didn't want to see Matt Harvey or Mike Hampton or the Grom Rake. I'm sure they didn't want that. I'm sure Rick sure, will pay John I'm sure Lester a boatload. No, I, I, I'm telling you, it,
3: I'm
4: it, sure that they're it,
3: fine with that because. Like they don't want to pay a Frank Thomas to come in at the end of his career and and play <clears throat> you look at these players, and I was actually reading something pretty cool today. It was basically the all no old, no, you
4: know. no 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 no, no, hold on, hold on, think about this, think about it this way. who wants to keep running out? Kyle Schwarber to left field when he was heavy. That that extra fielder could be a kid that you bring up. Listen, I get You're it. You're telling me the because... Giants want you think the Giants want to take Posey out of the lineup every day? Or twice a week? Or they're gonna let him play first base. And then it takes Brandon Beltspat out of the lineup? Twice a week, just opposing posies bat season. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir. People are I love
3: the DH. I love the DH. No, I, I do I too. Think and I think they should have had it years ago. But like
4: to sit there, like th- this argument that it, it's not you just you making it. it. It's the National League owners don't want it. The fuck they do. The problem is it's the baseball writers that don't, and the baseball writers don't push it. And the fucking MLBPA has never pushed it. Because they're afraid of the fucking writers. If they Ryan Howard's career ended too soon because he couldn't play first base anymore. You don't think the Phillies would have loved to have kept printing t shirts that said Howard number six on the back? Or they wanted to move Chase Utley to fucking the the Dodgers? Where they could have kept printing shirts with fucking Utley on the back? The
3: Mets are in like, the best fucking position this year because they have two guys oh, yeah. in DH. And they don't have to move the other guy right there right now. He's perfect for next year. And, and think about it.
4: You know, Why is fool Holes not with the St. Louis Cardinals? 10 years They 20, couldn't 40 guarantee you. No. It was the 10 Cardinals years ago. I don't think but
3: so. But the Cardinals
4: would have paid him. The Cardinals would have absolutely they, definitely paid him if they had a place to put him. Later on, like, at the end, he's a fucking shell of himself.
3: Yeah, and he's still hitting twenty-five home runs.
4: What could he hit if he wasn't getting banged up every year playing first base?
3: Yeah, you know, the sign one one You know, the, the one article I was and I don't understand how he is not DHing every other you know every game that he's not pitching. Apparently, like he can't he can't DH. Ph- I, I think the day before and the day after. That's their rules. The you know, the the Angels. Mm. So he's only like playing two or maybe three times a week. Mhm. You know yeah. what? if he's that if he's that he good of hitter, a hitter guess what? You should have week. him you should have him hit on game day. Nat, uh, yeah, it's, it's not that uh, uh, the all DH is for think. the pitcher. The
4: right. DH is for anybody,
1: right? you allowed one designated. No. Hit.
3: It's not
4: for the I pitcher. Think so,
3: it's designated. For the pitcher. No, it's not. You got to double check that one. No, it's not. But I, but I know the the manager has the opportunity to put his pitcher into the game. Let them hit. So on the days that Otani pitches, let him hit. He did it in Japan. Yeah. Let them hit, and then when you take them out, guess what? Every nine, ba- every eight or nine batters, you put a pinch hitter in. You already have a, a saved uh, position player because you did not have to start anybody at DH. So you still have that extra bat on the on the bat on the bench. Oh, I'm sorry. And time- you have to use
4: it for the pitcher,
3: but yeah. the use of the DH is optional. Is optional, correct? So. Absolutely, you can go ahead and on days where Otani pitches, and Otani is one of the the rare people I'll say this for. Maybe Hunter Green when he comes up for uh, Cincinnati. Uh, Who's the other good guy in uh, San Diego? Is it uh, Mackenzie Gore that I think is a good hitter as well? I know Tampa Bay has has one uh, over with them that's a good dual person. On days that they pitch, let them hit. It's it's optional. Yeah. It's strategy. Yeah, you know, I'm all for that. You know, just because you have the universal D eight doesn't yeah, you know, so if you have that much faith in DeCrom being a great hitting pitcher, then put him in your lineup. I'll tell you right now, his one ninety batting average does not tell me he's a great hitter. So it's you're wasting an you know, a, a position for a legitimate hitter. And I'm not trying to take away anything from the ground because I think he's one of the better hitting pitchers out there. But a one ninety hitter versus a two fifty professional hitter, I got I gotta go with the two fifty professional hitter all day, every day. Yeah. Like the, the only the one main exception I do right now is Otani. Uh Hunter Green, when he comes I you know, once once he comes back I don't
4: think Otani's like but see like this is the thing that comes down to Tommy. I don't think he's like he's a master he's a jack of all trades and master of none. I don't think he's that good. Uh I I, oh. I, 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 I understand the that but I don't think he's uh You heard it I don't think he's needle moving. I don't. sorry. But I don't think he's that great.
3: Right, I'm not saying great. I'm not saying like he You're is great. Things at first base. Price. Who, yeah, a, he came up as an outfielder. It's one of my first base. When he played, when he I mean, played in Japan, he he was in the outfield, and he pitched. Those were his.
4: Uh, you, don't you'd us, you don't think he'd save his. You don't think he can save his arm more playing him
3: at first base. I say, I say, let's have him DH. You got, you got the universal DH. Let him DH.
4: He can DH anyway. But oh, what do you do with the guy who's still under
3: contract, named Pujols? Played Pujols defense was there for another
4: three seasons.
3: Is it three? Is that what he has left? Three more years. Twenty twelve. 2013. 2012.
4: Well, shit. 2013. 2012. 2012
3: was his first year of it. All right, so just to good you a quick heads up. Otani hit 280. He's got three more deal. years left of that deal. Jesus Christ.
4: He's got three years left of that deal, right? And you have to DH Otani because you're not playing him in the outfield. No, right. Otani DH is when he doesn't play, when he doesn't pitch. Yeah, and last year he DH primarily because he had Tommy John surgery or new Tommy John surgery.
3: Right, and plus the Angels outfield is a good outfield. You know, with Trout, uh, Joe Adal coming up, so they got people mm-hmm. to play out there. So you don't want okay, you don't want to have him blow out his arm, throwing the ball, trying to get a runner at third, or trying to get a runner at home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you you wasted your investment. (laughs) You know, he already had the Tommy John. uh, But, yeah, listen, this guy is a 280. He hit 285 his first year, 286 his second year. So he's averaging 286. He had 22 and 18 home runs, so 20 home runs a year, 123 RBIs. So 20 home runs a year, 60 RBIs, hitting 286. That's great for a DH. And then on top mm. of that, you throw that, you know, it's on the fact that he pitches, and mm. the fact that he he's making next to nothing because you know he has his contract is for he made six hundred fifty last year, and five forty five the year before. And you're getting dual usage out of him.
2: Hold on. I just went down the... on Complex on the Facebook
4: is a video of I don't know what kind of fucking bird this is, but it, it sniped a fucking shark out of the water
2: and is fucking flying with it. Send it to me. Holy shit balls. I'm putting it on Facebook now.
3: Tag me. What kind of
2: bird is that? All
3: right. I need,
2: I need all
0: that.
3: It's a shark. Holy killing shit! Bird. What the fuck? We'll call that shark,
2: shark. I mean that
4: bird.
3: We
2: shall call Blue-eyed it. honey. fucking the, the the
3: motherfuckers.
4: I don't know if it's a condor. I don't know what the fuck it is. It is massive.
3: That's what she said. Its wingspan is fucking ridiculous. Also, what she said.
4: I like the uh, American girl Karen.
2: Um, hey, John, that. Uh, right, um. Wow, Louie, Louie's not here yet. Um. Proper break, and then we'll come back. Is it the top of the hour almost? It's yeah, there, you go. there we got go. a proper break? Yeah, we'll do the proper break at the top of the hour.
3: Let's bring Connor. i to find it. I keep like, scrolling past it.
0: Oh. I want to give this to the world as as a gift from myself and from Ireland. This is who I am. I am an Irishman. A true Irish man. Proper, proper Irish whiskey. Proper twelve. It's in the name. Twelve is the district I come from. It's a small suburb in Dublin, Ireland called Crumlin. It's a place dear to my heart. With each bottle and with each case we sell, we are going to give back to the first responders. They are the people who enter the buildings when people are running out. And that's that's heroic to me.
4: Honestly, I don't care what fucking kind of bird that is. I don't care what kind of fish it is. That fish is fucking big. And that bird is huge. Welcome back the to uh, the show here. <laughs> that thing is fucking You're exciting. You're
3: not sidetracked.
4: Yeah, I'm okay wow. with being sidetracked by that. Very well, I'm normally sidetracked playing like fucking Super Mario Brothers on my computer.
2: I got to share it.
3: And it has to be shared. Yep. I, I used to
2: run the board for
3: this hockey
4: podcast.
2: At one time, I unmuted myself by accident because I was
4: playing fucking Super Mario Brothers 3 in an emulator on my computer. <laughs> like, full-on, had a fucking gamepad. Was like I had my fucking desktop next to me. It was playing on that, and my laptop ran the show,
2: and I was just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even realize it. Five minutes into the show, all you heard was... Mm-hmm. And, and now sponsored
4: by?
2: True. Yeah, and this game
4: is sponsored you to buy something that you shouldn't be playing on the internet. Um,
3: oh, Um Well we're talking universal DA. Congr- you know,
2: because you know, the whole big root thing.
4: Do you know that?
2: Up until I, I
4: can't even tell
2: you the year, but the ground rules of Fenway Park, according
4: to the umpires, were if a ball went around pesky pole and landed foul, it was a foul ball. Wow. Because they couldn't ima- they couldn't understand how a ball that would go around it, it
3: would be fair. They never learned physics.
4: I guess not. Or that Babe Ruth had – this came out in, like, the 70s, too, and I, I just heard it, heard about it today.
2: I was listening to um, Section 10 on you know, Barstool. That um, there was a time
4: where, like, Babe Ruth had a walk-off home run, but because there was a guy at first, it only counted as a triple. Hmm.
3: So he never got credit for the home run. Yeah. Because technically
4: walk-offs, and I, I forget when they changed the rule. It may have been the was this Tazio or Robin Ventura Grand Single. Um, well, once the ball leaves the field, distra-
0: Was it Todd Pratt?
3: Yeah, because he came back uh, from second base and he tackled uh, Ventura. So technically, he passed him
4: yeah which is well, why now, it are
3: for
4: a single the, okay so now so now they've changed their rule so anytime the ball leaves the park it's a home run
3: so they don't have to run and the baseball. only if
4: they, no they have to in walk-off cases, in cases of walk-offs um, because unless that guy's run has to cross the plate, then they, yeah. So if the guys, like, let's say it's, you know, like when Giambi hit the grand slam in the rain against the Twins on a yeah. Friday night in April or May, Um, because it was the Yankees are down three and Giambi had a score for them to win, the game ended as soon as the ball left the park. He just has to touch the plate for the run to score. That's like the whole thing with Shambliss. Shambliss didn't touch home plate, went to the dugout, should have been out, but yeah. they let him walk out afterwards to go touch home plate with the umpire.
1: Really?
3: Well, part of that was yeah. part of that was player safety.
4: Well, yeah, it was partially part
3: player was, safety too. A lot of I mean, like, that was player like safety. That. Yeah, something like that. You kind of yeah. got to gotta say, okay, I understand why you didn't touch it. Um, yeah. Who was it recently but You,
4: you could have ran out there before he got out there and
3: appealed the play. There was somebody who hit one last year that they never mm-hmm. touched home plate. I know there was one, uh, if you remember the Carlos Gomez and Brian McCann incident, Gomez never touched home plate.
0: Yeah
3: when they got into that big brawl.
2: Uh-huh.
3: So, he never touched home plate.
2: Yeah, it still counts as a home run.
3: Unless, of course, there's an appeal, but nobody's appealing
2: it, because it's petty.
4: Baseball is the most petty game going now. Um,
3: By the way, four minutes up, I already got, like, five lights on uh, on Shark Base. Oh, I'm, that's fucking
4: disgusting. That, that's scary. Like I don't want to see that bird. Um, by the way, have you put any of these Nike Aero Bill hats? No. These new golf ones, they they? They're the weirdest feeling Bill hats I've ever owned. It's just fuck it, I can't even describe. It's like around the brim, like the outer part of the brim is like is like you know normal, but like that little part in the
2: front, like. You know, you know what I mean. Like coming off the hat, like that front part that doesn't have any stitching. It right. is like the fucking Virgin's dick on prom night. So, um, yeah, I exactly. bought a bunch of golf hats. Um, my wife's like are you telling me.
4: Speaking of golf hats, the game today. So for you were listening to the end of the show last week, yes, I did get the hat in the end, and I paid less than what they were trying to get me for.
2: Uh, anyway.
3: I can tell I can tell her what sure. you actually spent.
2: Cause well, I she know. knows, because she saw it. I only spent 65 for it.
4: I spent 30 bucks over. Meanwhile... <laughs> the Jordan 11 that came out Saturday morning.
2: None too happy about that. How much? Not
4: saying. Say it. earned more than they were supposed to be. Gee. Yep. Yep.
0: That's
2: all right. Whatever. Whatever. You only live once, right? Exactly.
3: So, which players do you think benefit the most from the DH? Yeah, you know, I, I think you hit it right in the head first off. It, I think the first person that benefits is Yeah, you know, he Yeah, he, he's the biggest one.
2: Yeah, um,. for this.
4: Um, probably
2: Buster Posey. I'll tell you who benefits the most. Joe Madden. Or not Joe Madden, and Brian. David um, David Ross. Yeah, it definitely helps out Ross. It definitely helps out Girardi
4: because now Girardi doesn't have to play Harper every day. He doesn't have to play D in the field every day. Uh, the Phillies have Jay Bruce. The Phillies are sick.
3: No, there's Tell a lot Jay of Bruce time You know, you got a lot of National League teams. I think you hit the three. The three that I think benefit the most, you know, is going to be the Phillies because I like the Jay Bruce, and you can put Reese Hoskins in there. Um, you can really do a lot of mixing in there. Um, See the if you didn't have.
4: See, like now, here's the thing, though: if you didn't have Jay Bruce, it gets Kingery on the field every day, right? And uh, I, I. Maybe he's the one person that is a huge Scott Kingery fan, but I like Scott Kingery.
3: He's this year's Dansby Swanson to me. He's been you know him. that. But, well, yeah, but, well, he's uh, that hyped up prospect. I think, think right will we'll, we'll finally, you know, I'll give you a breakthrough. I okay, this. I mean, you look at the Brewers;
4: it helps them out. It probably helps um, Brock Holt make that team. If the Red Sox didn't have J.D. Martinez, uh, Petey, anybody? Yeah. By the way, just give me one game played this year. Play one game this year. Because that, that means it's a season. That will then restart the luxury tax and Mookie Betts will come back home.
3: No.
0: Yeah. I think it goes back to Boston. Mm-hmm. By the way,
4: do you think all right, so now we've had COVID 19, right? So we've had this then. Now we have the CBA coming up in two years. Okay. If the Red Sox offer is true, and they actually did offer him 350 do you think Mookie Pets right now
2: is kicking himself going, what the fuck was I thinking?
3: so hard man you know it's like you bet on yourself
2: no I'm saying and
3: right now no know, like knowing what you know now
4: not saying like not the fallacy of the preconceived notion knowing what you know right, right. now if you're a
3: boogie you take that deal I can't see how if you're anybody that you wouldn't take that deal Especially, you know, with these with these contracts now, you get the out clauses in there. So I'm sure that there was an out built in, let's say, after four years or whatever it was. So
4: I don't think there was an out in
3: his court, in his deal. I'm well, sure that there was. You know, really there, there, there usually is. I think even uh, thank everybody. Got that that's because so that that's a
4: betting on yourself contract. Yeah. Those don't usually
3: end up well.
4: G T Sabathia. Well,
3: it worked out great for him. Worked but out great his, for him. His, did it work out great for
4: the Yankees? Yankees got the
3: championship, so yes. No,
4: does the no 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 that's not what I that's not what I said. It, it's part, did it's part of doing the opt good. out. But did the opt out Which, by the way, you then negotiated against yourself.
3: All they really did was add one more year. That's all they did. He got the same contract and went one more year added on. So I think at the time of the opt-out, it was two years on his deal. He got three years at the same price. No. Yeah, he 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 only got one. He only got one extra year. That's all he got. And it was one extra year at whatever his rate was. So if it was $15 million, it was $15 million and next, you know, for an extra year. Whether it was with two years or three years that he had left on a deal. Oh, because honestly, that's thought- right,
4: because he never
3: opted out. Right, just tack one more year onto it. To, you know, yeah, I think, well, he I think that was
2: pitched, a I think that
3: was an option. I, right. I think no. I, I think that he had to technically opt out, and then it just like I said, it just ended up being one extra year. You know, they already had it right. negotiated. They they were going to do it that way, and however they they cooked the books to do it is what they did. Yeah, you know, this gave him the extra year at uh, whatever the value was.
4: He only got... No, he got an extra $30 million for the last year. 30 for one year?
2: He fits three years of it. <laughs>
4: right? Uh, he pitched three years of it. Opted out for a
2: five-year 122 deal. So he got an extra $30 million. $30 million in- So really? So the opt-out year,
3: or the year that would have been added on, was two thousand eighteen.
0: Yeah, he made thirty million so last
3: he, year. Well, no, he made ten. He made ten in in eighteen, and he oh. made eight in uh, nineteen.
4: Okay, so then he
3: all the so then
4: 19, was, the money, but he but he still made thirty million dollars on that one extra year. Hey, that works. Look at the numbers on his own. original
3: deal. Because he made two hundred fifty million dollars. From the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not from the Yankees. Uh Majority was oh. from the Yankees. Yeah.
4: 11-
0: yeah, two
3: hundred of two hundred and fifty of it was from the Yankees. A little bit less. Looks like about two thirty was from the Yankees. Insane. But, you know, I'll tell you right it's now. Is he worth it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. AJ Burnett was worth it. Yeah. Kestera was worth it. Yeah. He got you the ring in 09. If going, if
4: going by that, because you won in 09, that means A-Rod was worth it.
3: Yeah. As much as I don't like A Rod, yeah.
4: Was, all right, so Carbondo was worth it. Those guys were worth it. Was Jeter's extension in 2012 worth it? Yes.
3: Or 2011,
4: was it worth yes.
3: it? Yes. Yes.
4: Not a chance in hell it was.
3: Yeah, it was. Why?
4: First
3: off, it was. I want to first off, Derek Jair is synonymous with New York Yankees So you can honestly say Especially towards the end when he was chasing those Records, when he was chasing Lou Gehrig When he was chasing uh, 3000 He was putting butts in the stands. In the stands, when the Yankees oh, weren't no, no, really no, no, That no, good no,
4: no. That was all done Jesse. With his first deal 2012 was the next deal All of that was done the last three years of his contract were they worth it? Not a chance. You didn't win,
3: you missed the playoffs, he was hurt. He was hurt the last, the last year, part the second the last year. The Second to last year, he was hurt. You know, you can you can say what you want about him defensively. Uh first off with the Early. bat in with the bat in two thousand twelve, hit three sixteen. Led the league in hits at 216. You know, led the league in at bats, plate appearances. He had a hell of a year in 2012. 2013 is when he got hurt, and 2014 was his last year. And you know, he still had redmond of the injury. He's still at 256. You know, so yeah, he was worth it. You know, you, once again, you can not at the time you can say, hey, you know what? He's going to get injured. Yeah, 40-year-old shortstop. I get that, but you know what? He's he's a Yankee man, and you know what? He he earned it. He earned the, the right to get that extension. I was totally fine with him getting that extension, and if it meant giving him that money to prevent him from signing with another team to retire a New York Yankee, it, it was money well spent. It wasn't like he was getting what he got in 2009, 2010, where he was making $22 million a year, he took a pay cut. You know, to, what was it, 16, 17, and 12 were his last three salaries. He took a pay cut to, to play for the Yankees. Not to say he no, would have got that on the, on the, no, on the open that, market.
4: No, that's why he had to take a pay cut. He didn't take a pay I cut did. out of the goodness of his heart. He took a pay cut because well, no, nobody to no, 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 offer him anything more.
3: And the Yankees weren't bidding
4: against themselves on him.
3: So well, that's what no. I I, I I'm never was talking right. to
4: Brian about that. Yeah. No, I knew 100% Brian was right, and I talked to Brian. Right.
3: Shit, like twice before
4: that even happened, and I said, "What are you going to do with the old man?" He goes, "Fuck him. I hate him. Can't get wait to get rid of." You're uh, like, huh? 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 What? What? there you say oh wait good job I agree with you okay Cashman had a had a falling out with Jeter in like 2001 2000 2001 somewhere in there
3: with the first extension
4: Uh, no that was that was a George move George signed him to that big money Cashman always and he was worth it. it no he yeah. to, the only reason they didn't George fucked that up. George didn't want to set the the market. Neither did Brian. They don't want to set the market for him because they
3: didn't. But they're like that for for everybody. Like they they will not set. You know the problem with the Yankees, and if there's they one problem the with the yeah. way. Yeah, the one problem that that Cashman and the team, their philosophy is George. They don't, they don't lock up their players. Meaning, um, you got Sanchez and you got uh, Judge right now that you can lock them up to extensions. You know, Alright, would all you do that? Kind of, yes.
4: Why would you? You'd, you'd lock up Sanchez long term. Yes. Here's you'd the reason You'd lock why. up Judge long term.
3: Okay, so right. what is the going rate for a person? At this stage, of, or let's go last year's, or, you know, year of eligibility. If you were saying, I, I wouldn't even go okay. arbitration.
4: No, wait, wait. Let's not go arbitration because arbitration is a crapshoot. Chris Bryant's worth more than what he got. Um.
3: All right. Well, you know, let's take a look. Let's your look at because it they, if they were free agents. Let let no before we even go there. Let's talk about Bryce Harper. Okay. All right, so here we go. And I know Washington wanted to sign him to an extension because, you know, you got, you know, let's go with 2017 because that's where his first spike happens in terms of payroll. So he goes from $5 million to 13, and then from 13 Mm -hmm. to 21. So at that age, at that $13 million spike from 2017, his age 24 year, two years away from uh, Mm -hmm. one year away from free agency if you were to say i can lock you up give you a 10-year 35 million dollar contract at 350 Mm -hmm. and then and then you you submit his cost at 35 million right if you go by war what what do they normally say a point of war is worth like a million dollars right or something like that like seven million dollars i think it, it is every point of war, it's like seven million dollars. Um, he was worth a four a four war in 2017. So seven million dollars. That's what. 28. 28. All right. So you got a guy that you're gonna get, have in the prime of his career at a cost control number. Even if it's 35 million dollars, it's cost controlled Because what do they say about football? Why is why are we having this problem with Dak Prescott? Is Zach Prescott a top three quarterback to earn forty million dollars? The answer is no. No. The, but what it is, it's the next person up is going to get paid. That's the way football works. So if you have an opportunity to sign to sign somebody to an extension at an affordable number, then you go ahead and you yeah. do it. And that that's where the Yankees normally don't do it. But they, I guess they, last year they saw a couple of errors of, the way, of their ways, and it kind of backfired on them. Um, they did the extension with um, Aaron Hicks. Hicks. Seven years, seven, $70 million. $10 million for a gold glove outfielder, switch hitter, you know, average hitter. I take it. Okay, you're paid. That's a, that's a great deal. Which is the savings then,
4: over your other all-star Old Right. So, but
3: number, now number the question
4: 11.
3: is yeah, but he's at the end of his career. So, he, his price is going to keep coming down at this point. Because, first off, he doesn't want to be. seems teams. like he keeps going up.
4: Cardi seems like he keeps going up.
3: What? And uh, price? <laughs> you can No. He's dropping. What's he at, 12 a year now? No, he did seven last year, seven and a half. And I think this year he's signed was, for maybe like 11. Yeah, so that but,
0: the
3: price went up, didn't it? Right, but it went down from where it was. He was at 12, 13, 5, 12 5, then eleven, five, And then when he hit the free agent market, it dropped to 7.5. But that so, was also to help. But see... But no, see, part of the Gardner thing
4: that I think we're overlooking is that the Yankees used last year to get themselves under the luxury tax. Right. Right. You don't think that a guy who's been with the Yankees since what, oh five when he got drafted, who loves the Yankees, who loves being a Yankee who won't put Guardi on the back of his players' weekend jersey because he wants to have a janky jersey with his name on the back, which is really fucking a cool reason why to do it. Right. At this point, though, you've got a few of them. Put Guardi on the back. Make my wife happy, so I can buy her a Guardy jersey. Uh, you it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but like, the, like you're thinking, what, you you're don't think that 11.5 this year wasn't. Like, hey, we'll take care of you. Plus, there was buyouts in there too. There's a two and a half million dollar buyout for last year on top of the seven and a half. So he really got like ten last year. And and his deal had bonuses in. It. His deal had. Well, 10.
3: if it was a home run bonus, he hit that one. Yeah. And then some. Yeah, no,
4: definitely did. There used to be a website. I think it's called. it was called Times. It actually had all that stuff because they were friends with
3: the league. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot, dude. And, you know, you look at a lot of teams. You look at, okay, perfect example of a team that got it right, the Marlins. The extension that they signed Kristen Yelich to yeah. has been the greatest baseball contract. In the game today, yeah. You look. You look at. You look at. We. You know. We talked about it before. The last dance. Why was Scottie Pippen pissed off? Because he undersold himself. Because the team said, "Hey, I got this great young player. Let me get him under cost control." And guess what?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, he took the deal, and you know, he, he screwed himself. But, and that's why it's Scott Boris. What I think it's worse, it's very, very rare that he would ever have somebody sign an extension. Jorge Soler, I think, okay. signed an extension. You know, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Soler. It was, uh, what's his name, Roberts, the center fielder for yeah. Chicago White Sox. Never played a major league game yet. They already signed him to a six-year, $60 million contract. And they're doing that to a lot of their players, because okay. so they're betting on their players. And they call average. So it's Gar- $10 million for an average player.
4: Yeah. All right, so here's the thing with Guardy's deal last year. It was
3: 7.5. Yes. That was the base.
4: That was his base. But it was two, plus 2.5
2: on an option. So he made 10 last year. And by the way, he's not
3: doing good this year. It's two thousand twenty uh simulated stats. Hold huh? on. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, yeah. So, simulated uh, stats. I think, simulated I think we made fun of that last week. Yeah, it's two thirty five with one stolen base. Oi they Dude, don't they don't like
4: Gardi. you have to see this this website I'm looking at. They go as far as to Text it to me. Uh they go as far as giving you what the prorated salaries are for this year.
3: Also, oh, they already figured that out, based on the 60 game?
2: This is off of all the proposals.
3: Jesus Christ. Aaron Judge is having a shitty year. Aaron's hitting 226. They probably figured he was out
4: with mono or something.
3: Oh no, they gave him um, You know in
4: six, six six the sixty six games so far. Oh,
3: that's impressive. Got the coronavirus. They got him at sixty six uh, games. Alright. Let's
2: see. So according to this which is Jesus unbelievable. Christ, they have no
3: they have no faith in people betting his
2: John Carl Sand yeah.
3: in two thirty.
2: Well, that's about where, where you was hit. let see what so Gary the Yankees
4: prorated. Their Yankees prorated payroll this year is eighty-one million
3: dollars, down from two hundred and twenty. Something like that, yeah. yeah. What's Garrett Cole getting? Uh.
2: Of course, I'm trying to, like, send this to you as you ask me that.
3: Cole hey, at dead. least Garrett Cole's having it. Garrett Cole is having a good uh, simulated uh, season. 10-3 so far. Yeah, that's good. 161 strikeout This is, strikeout our, this is <laughs> ludicrous.
2: This is ludicrous. How many complete games has he thrown? No
3: complete games
2: Cole would make thirteen point three for a season from the thirty six yeah uh
0: yeah hmm.
3: they have those problems now, yeah
2: so now
4: like Gardner would make...
2: So, Gardy would make
4: 2.9, but the Yankees are going to owe him the rest next year. I'm telling you, we... we I, I think the next biggest thing that we're going to find out is going to be who's getting paid by who for the next 35 years to give them a million-dollar break. Oh, my God, this is going to be great. Okay, back to Harper. Now that we've gotten this done, I took a fist. Um As long as Stanton doesn't opt out, Miami pays $30 million of his contract. Right.
3: It it, it was like the whole thing with uh, A-Rod. If he would have stayed under his contract, uh, Texas would have paid $60 million of the remaining uh, amount. But no, he decided to opt out. And then Lon Trost decided to give him the same fucking contract.
4: Yeah. Well, here's what happened with that.
3: Again, forget where I worked for two
4: summers. So I got to see a lot of people. One of
2: which was the internal
4: manager. Every Sunday morning.
3: Um. Oh, by the way, just to clarify, hey, it looks like the cost per war
1: 6.4 per okay. million.
3: That's that for a no. million? No, hold on, that can't be. I right, go, go with your story while I'm looking at this. hmm.
4: Um, you know, Brett Garner has two options left.
2: Does
3: he? That was a one-year he deal. Like the
4: yeah, but the month, but all the money's guaranteed. So all that money's getting deferred. Um,
3: but like Harper. By the way, you're going to see, see. see Gardner uh, managing it in the Yankee system. He's going to be groomed to take over this team. Yes. I would Maybe not be shocked if he's in Trenton in three years. years. Well, I, I would say five, Well, Trenton is definitely in three years. I can say in a major league uniform managing five to ten years. It all depends on if he wants to do it.
4: All right, so the thing with um, Harper. Do you realize Kyle Higashioka was drafted in 2008? Yes.
3: He was drafted, I think, ahead of. Oh, Christ, I I was reading this as well. He was drafted ahead of some really good (laughs) ballplayers, like the Yankees' miss. like, yeah. Something like ridiculous. Yeah. You got to check out his draft class and where he was drafted. He
2: guarded his draft in 05. All right. Amazing. So the thing with Harper, and like we started, you know, with the whole over in a player thing.
4: I think for the first time in his career, Bryce Harper's comfortable. I legitimately thought this was going to be like. Bryce Harper huge swing swinging dick season if we played 162 games. Um, I I think the thing with Bryce is it's like he got drafted what
3: 17. Yeah. Because he went to Junco uh, early. Yeah. because there was no challenge for him. Right.
4: I I just think, like, he's always had the weight of the world on his shoulders. I kind of go like A-Rod with this. Like, now he's got kids. I think he's now... Like, let's go this way. Bryce Harper definitely gets
3: the five hundred on that. I, I think that's a no doubt. Um but the question is, is does five hundred mean what it meant five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. I don't think so. I, I don't I look yeah, at Yeah, because I think guys like, are gonna start slowing down.
4: Who's the last the guy to get to five hundred?
3: The last guy who got five hundred? Who got to five hundred? Let's see here. The last milestone person I want to say was Tommy when he hit 600.
2: Uh no, they run at 660
3: later than that. Right, okay.
4: Pool Holes is 656. Do we think Pool Holes finishes his career with more than Baby Bruce? No. He's sixty away. I, I don't he's got three years left.
3: He what is he gonna get this year? Ten?
4: And two twenty five's got some sixty, he passes their
3: But he's he's old. I hate to even say this. I, I, I don't wanna say something negative about a great player, but he's not gonna be okay. Tom Brady. He's not gonna forty
4: five. The last member of the 500 home run club was David Ortiz.
3: Right. And like you look at this list and I hate to even say this because I had this debate as well. I look at Fred McGriff. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Compiler. Even if he hit if he hit those extra seven home runs the got him to 500. I never thought McGriff, while I always thought he was a good ball player to a very good ball player, I never thought he was mm-hmm. the premier first baseman when he played. And no, to be a Hall of Famer for me, you got to kind of hit that threshold. Whether it's for one year, five years, or ten years, you got to at least tell me that you were the premier person at, at your position in the game. He never won an MVP, right? I don't think McGriff ever won an MVP.
2: Uh, no.
3: Yeah, look at Gary Sheffield, 509 home runs. Not a Hall of Famer to me. Take no. away the steroids. You know, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. No, that was more Ortiz. of a
4: longevity, 500 home runs.
3: Yeah. Ortiz. Oh, boy. Guaranteed. Guaranteed Hall of Famer. I think he's a, I think he's a Hall of Famer, especially since I really did – I've been beating the, the drums hard on Edgar Martinez for so many years. This guy is is in that category, regardless of PD suspicion sufficient or not. Um, he has to be in the Hall of Fame. Manny He's Ramirez, like, Here's the thing. No. Hall of Famer. Best right-handed hitter of no. his generation. No. Too many drug fails. Okay. So, you, can't, right, so, you cannot. not you can't tell me that that he had that he had a legitimate career. Hate to say it. Okay, so then you. All right. So let's look at it this way. There's a guy that's in the Hall of
4: Fame that played with him in Cleveland that you don't think there's any suspicion of him, and he got it.
3: because the media liked him. Who was it, Tommy?
2: Yep.
3: Well, part of it is the media you like yeah. Now Tomei, I'll tell you right now, I love Jim. But mm. let's be honest, he held on way too long. Yeah. Two thousand nine should have been his last season. He never should have did two years with, with uh with the twins. He never should have like he held on way too long.
6: Yeah.
3: Um And then, like you go above this list once again. You know, five hundred being your number. Um, next up on the list, Rafael Palmero. Well, he's not, not a enough. hall of famer. He's not even up for debate anymore. No, he's definitely not. Right, McGuire not a hall of famer. No, Sammy Sosa, six hundred nine home runs, not a hall of famer.
2: Not a hall of famer.
3: No. Alex Rodriguez. Absolute Hall of Famer. He's going to be in that in that uh, range with Bonds, where maybe eight years after he retires, maybe nine, A Rod
4: will get in. A Rod will get in. He won't get in on the first ballot,
2: and he probably won't get in the second ballot. The thing that's get in is the
3: fact. About is the fact that he's yeah, he's very likable in terms of what he's doing right now. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens if he does buy the Mets. You know, how would that help him in terms of his image? Bonds, Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, regardless of the juicing or not, he was absolutely first off he never failed a test. You know, and secondly 762 home runs and even before you could bring in the, the San Francisco years he, what was he like a three time MVP with Pittsburgh so before the San Francisco years he was a multiple time MVP
4: oh he was a hall of famer before
3: he before
4: 2000
0: yeah
3: so that's the list of people See, like, in, in this top of the top list that aren't in the hall of fame and we're talking about 500 home runs and yeah, you know what? I don't see that happening. It's not seen the same way. The you know, the two guys that are For close right days. now, well, yeah, like number 30, Adrian Beltre. He's at 477. He's a hall of Famer. I don't know. <laughs> I never thought he was a great player. I always thought of him as a very good player. The guy who's tied with him right now, Miguel Cabrera, I'd put in the Hall of Fame right now. They both have 477. Miguel Cabrera was a great player. He's oh, he's a Adrian Beltre? Adrian Beltre is on that borderline. You know, do I think he gets in? I think so. Do so I think he's a better candidate yeah. than McGriff? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would I be Upset to see Beltre get it? Absolutely not But then what's that? You can kind of walk the list back a little bit 473, Carlos Delgado Not a Hall of Famer Conseco 462 no. Not a Hall of Famer Dunn, no. not a Hall of Famer
0: and
3: you know you know who's number
4: 102 all time In home runs?
3: You know,
2: that to me is amazing.
3: I think, yeah, I agree with you. But then, like, you look at the list. Well, hold on. Did you get that picture I shared on Facebook? I I took it from you. How the hell is Daryl Strawberry making all that money from the Mets? He hasn't played with them since, I mean, since 1990. How is he still getting paid? I have no idea. How the hell did he work that out? I, I don't know. All right, anyway, back to the list. Like, look at the list, then. Like, okay, so these are the active players that are on this list. Pujols, Hall of Famer, hands mm-hmm. down, at 656. Yeah.
0: So Next over. active
3: player... Is, but who
4: does he, he pass? A. Rod.
3: Ha! I don't have faith in his body. No, do either. You know how old is he right now?
2: Uh, thirty-nine.
3: Born in, he was born in eighty.
2: He's thirty-nine.
4: You know what? Uh,
3: like I said, it's this year I for
4: He has one home run on the simulation. I would love so to the see who has, up. like... Who's the league leader? I want to see who's having a great year on this simulator. Like, what's Bryce doing?
3: <laughs> you know, I, I saw him, and, and I saw. But, yeah, dude, like, I look at this list, and like I said, Albert is definitely a Hall of Famer. I'm going to put him, by the end of his contract, falling short of A-Rod. I don't think he passes him. Shortest season this so year.
2: Another, so, you don't think he hits another 40?
3: No. I think he comes close. Okay. But I think Father Time catches up. Father yeah, Time is I think he passes William A's. Yes. Well, that I think He's that's the everybody. I He Pat he passes Mays this year. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, he's going to end up with over 500 home runs. I think he's a lock for the Hall of Fame. And Encarnacion, 414, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. No. Nelson, Nelson Cruz, 401, not a Hall of Famer. Damn, Soriano. No, he with wouldn't be 14, one. Four, Soriano ended with 412 home runs.
4: Uh, Bryce has 17 ding-dongs, 33 ribbies.
3: What's his batting average?
4: 219.
3: 219. this is what I said about the stupid uh, simulator. It's not being fair. No, Brian because Bryce Braun, is more than thir- 17 ding-dongs. Ryan Braun, 344, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But once could again, have been. he could have been. And you know what? This is going to help a guy like, like him because now he has a spot to play yep. in Milwaukee. And you know, what? he actually said that he'll sign, he'll he'll more than likely sign up for another year now because this year was the end of his contract.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, he here you go. I found one guy recently. who I, I, I finally found the guy who the simulator likes.
0: Who was it?
4: Phillies catcher, JT Rio Muto. 15 bombs, 46 rubies, him 289.
3: The simulator needs to get off his dick.
2: He is the best catcher in baseball. Uh, Trout, 26 jacks,
4: 55 rubies, 286 batting ladies.
1: My favorite war strong. If you go
4: on the tab of active greats, Brett Gardner is one of the active greats.
2: Is he? Yep.
4: Brett Gardner has gotten robbed of gold gloves, he's gotten robbed of all star appearances. So, all right, so if we're looking at active players. Like, take out the guys that are, like, close. But let's take the guys
3: who are, like, a little further back. Oh, by the way, I just found another guy who they like. Who's that? Yelich. Yelich is oh. man. 322, 20 home
4: runs, 54 ribs. All right. So I'm pulling up the active home run major.
2: You want me to go top 25? Sure. Because that top, serves a purpose for 25. Pool holes, yes. Miggy, yes. Encarnacion, no.
4: Nelson Cruz, no. Ryan Braun, no. No. Robinson Cano, no. Uh, nah, but there's
2: steroids in his past.
3: Yeah, but it depends on, on when... Cause remember, people are getting a little bit more lax on this. i I'd put him at, as a question mark. I think he's borderline. He has another five years to play. Let's see where he ends up. 400 home runs. he you know, you got 324 two, now. Right, so he gets to 400. He bats he finishes up at, like, 280, 290. Maybe he wins the World Series for the Mets. Who knows? Right. Because that's the other thing you got to take into into, into uh, play here is, what position do you play? So, among second baseman, yeah. he's definitely number one in power. Yeah. So, he has to be a question mark, and he has to be right there. I mean, if you're putting what him in, you have
4: to put Pedroia in.
3: Pedroia... Uh, he has Manley syndrome to him right now. Didn't play long yeah. enough. What what wasn't great long enough. Let's play at that. Yeah. Petey never Petey he never, never won, won a that way. He put him in. MVP. What? Petey never won an M V P did he? Yeah.
4: Petey did. Did it. he win one?
3: I don't know. One, two, two. I would put him. I, I would put him in that Mattingly range. And once again, and let's take this with a sidebar. And the sidebar is, if Harold Baines is in, then he should be in. So yeah. we can agree on that. But in all actual, yeah. in all actuality, this is us yeah. looking at it as honest as we can be. And as honest as we can be, I see him falling short, just like Mattingly. However. With the same carrot saying, if Baines is in, <laughs> you know, yeah, let's change it up. Let, like let's the let's go back to the, let's go back to the top of, top of the list, and we're going to play a game. And the game is, if Baines is in, <laughs> so <laughs> let's play this game. Albert Pujols, yes, absolutely, Carrera,
0: definitely Carrera, in. Cabrera,
4: definitely yep. in. Edwin yeah, and well, he, he, they're, they're no brainers. Nelson Cruz. Look, uh, no, still no.
3: Too many steroids. Um, c- c- Compared to Harold Baines, though, no matter. matter. All right, so Cano would definitely be in if we compare it to Harold Baines, even with the steroids. Jay Bruce would get well, into the whole thing. Harold... Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: it would, yeah.
3: In all honesty, he shouldn't be. However, no. since we're playing the Harold Baines game. I think he's shooing. <laughs> I think he's a fifth-year uh, eligible Hall of Famer. You know what? All right. I, I George, George, starting next week, we're going to pick a sport, and we're going to play if if Harrow Baines is a Hall of Famer, and we're going to use that sport to compare people. <laughs> we'll do active players. And we'll say if Harold Baines is in the Baseball Hall of Fame, does this person belong in? Well, at that point, just
2: I, I actually I wanted to do I, that. We'll save that because I hold on. I want to do it
4: this week. Um, all right, let's finish this, this and new, then this is, we'll, we'll move this on. This is our,
3: our, our new Drew. This is the right? This is the new, g- shot, right? this,
4: this is a yeah. new Drew Henson. Uh, I, I almost want to like start looking at the search portal to see if anybody's calling in for
2: this. shit. Oh, George, how are you saying? We got to go. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I So, Sammy's not in. Well, please, yeah, I
4: wonder why he's not in. Oh, maybe it's because they were uh, a bunch of cheaters to begin with during the uh, steroid era? Well, you know. Once again, uh, Louie, why do you do this? You, like, raise my blood pressure, like, 50 fucking points every time you call him.
3: Again? If
4: everybody was doing it, it doesn't make it illegal. If you, if you, in your line of work, and I don't know what you do for a living, in your line of work, if they said to you, here's a pill
3: where you could make $50,000
4: or $100,000 just by taking this pill, are you going to take that pill? Yes. For $50,000, $100,000. Yeah. Know,
3: George, see, like, George hit it on the head. Like, it, it, if everybody's playing a level field, I, I, I 10, hate this argument
4: because I've had level. this argument. I've legitimately have had this conversation with guys in the minor leagues, right? Like guys who were high draft picks. Like there was a certain kid that went to and hall prep that got drafted by the Yankees. I've had right. this conversation with him. What's minor league minimums? If you could tell somebody that there is no harm, no foul. And it, look, here's the perfect example. Yes. Milky Cabrera keeps getting Who Just paid.
3: signed with the Mets. Just signed right? with the mess.
4: Milky Cabrera keeps getting paid, even though everybody knows he's a steroid user. Mm. Well, if you're going to keep rewarding bad behavior, what's the deterrent to not do it? Mm. Every GM knew what was going on. The commissioner knew. The media knew. They didn't give a fuck about steroids in baseball until they got called up in front of Congress and I did not yeah. ever take a steroid in my life, which is the second biggest lie said in Washington since I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
2: <laughs> no, actually, that one over there. And this one over there. this one over there. Not that one. I had it with that one, that
4: one, that one, that one. We did not sleep together. Okay, we were you? Oh, no. Nice. Well, that was my third cousin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, again... How can you tell a guy that you could set your family up for life? You can have generational wealth. Be like, but he stuck a needle in his ass. He gives a shit.
3: Yeah, I, I think, I think, Luke, honestly, like, it, argument. you know, one of the reasons why. I've never why understood the fan say, argument with this. Well, one of the reasons why they say Bonds actually did take the steroids is because he saw all the adulation go to McGuire and Sosa. And he knew they were juicing. Yep. I'm, I'm a great player. Why are you talking about me? Yeah. So, it was a – I hate to say it. It was a level playing field. It was necessary now, now, once you brought in the steroids mm. test, testing and you started to fail – those are the ones i put more onus on because now there's something in place. Now if you get caught, shame on you. It's an IQ but test. Is, right. Everything that happened before testing, you have to take it on the, on the grain of salt of level playing field because as much as I hate to give any credit to Jose Canseco, he was probably the only one that was right. He asked me, what, 75% of the league juice in some yes. form. So if we seventy five percent of the league, when we if seventy five percent of the league did it it's a level playing field. Back
4: when this so if show it's a level first playing started, field
3: they should go on. We
4: had Chad Curtis come on before he was, you know, alleged to have you know test people. Fondled little girls. Chad Curtis, who at that point we all thought, you know, was a very good good Christian, whatever, whatever, right? Guy who you would take as somebody who told the truth told me who he had never met before. You would be surprised if I gave you names that did steroid. Which prompted an off-air conversation and gave me a name or three. But he also said That everybody in the league knew in Texas where the steroids were in the Rangers clubhouse. Everybody in the league knew. And as he said, I don't get why it's such a big deal today. I never did them because that just wasn't who I was. But there was a lot of guys, and there was a lot of guys that you would be shocked if you heard their name in this.
3: Guys that are probably in the of Fame right now. Mm. The guy that owns the Marlins. I mean, what?
6: we
3: we'll What? pretend that you A couple on. guys
4: whose numbers are retired in, in, in Yankee Stadium. I, I've, never un- I, I've never understood anybody saying or, or when a guy leaves for more money, you're more invested in the team than they are. Like, I remember June 2nd, 2012 in the Gateway Center in Newark, we were doing a live show before game oh. two of the Stanley Cup final. That's how cool the show used to be. We used to do like live shit. And we're there and these devil fans are sitting there working breaks and we're interacting with people and whatnot, trying to grow the show and if Parisi leaves, I'll fucking boo him. Why? Because he's leaving? How about treasure what you had? Yep. You're going to boo the guy because he's going to go home. He's going to go home.
3: I think he took less because money. To your
4: org- yeah, and your organization fucked him. Because of the same reason we were talking about with the Yankees, because LaMarrow didn't want to sign a guy before his contract was up. Good job, doofus,
3: dumbass. Yeah, like I said, I think that's always been a, flair, a fatal flaw to the Yankees, and that's why they, their payroll is always so up. They're, they wait, and it's kind of a good thing as well, because you reward a player for what they're worth and what they pay. You know, what they gave you. You know that was always the thing with George. Like he never gave away the bonuses for MVP or Cy Young, because he paid you a lot more money and he expected you to win Cy Young or MVP. That you shouldn't get a bonus
2: on top uh, of doing your job. Those, those, the, let me tell you, those bonuses
4: were in those contracts. Yeah. Those bonuses were there. Oh yeah. I do remember. I do remember somebody opting out and of getting. It. Uh, number of bonuses. If you hit this many home runs, if you hit this many home runs, yeah, they
3: good. were there. What, was that for A-Rod? Yep. But when the old man was they the Brown, definitely. he didn't give bonuses.
1: Well, the old man was the one I, that
3: okayed that contract. right? Because I remember when um, Kevin Brown got traded to the Yankees, he had bonuses in his contract. Uh, he had perks. Uh, it was, like, private jets for his family. And they actually monetized that, and they gave it to him. Because they're yeah. like, we're not doing these perks. Yeah, it's not going to happen. That's not what we do. No, they, they weren't doing and... the perks. No, because I think they did There's the stuff with the... They weren't the... They paid them them more. doing the
4: perks, but they definitely... I don't know. I don't know. I... You may be right. I may be crazy. I I, I don't remember what they exactly do with it, but I know they paid them. I'll pull up for you I, I right look now. at it this way. I still firmly believe this though with the Yankees. They mm. they think they're holier than fucking now, and they're really not. Right. George, you
3: want
4: to pay off
3: the first? Yeah, because George Doody is overpaying. Yeah. Alright, so it's 12 charter flights from Georgia to Los Angeles. Hmm. That's what he was getting. But then I'm trying to find out where, you know, when he got traded to the Yankees, what was, uh, what was the concessions on that? Because the Yankees did not um, give them those extra perks. They they said, listen, we're just paying you off for it. This is what the value is, and that's it. Because we're not going to give you the charters.
4: Okay, but let's also remember what the Yankees lost because of that. Hi, and Kevin Brown. <laughs> Andy and both so trading for yeah. You basically reversed the curse because you needed to have Kevin Brown and you pissed yeah. off Andy Pettit.
2: Good one, George. Nice touch, George. And
4: why? And why? Why? Why did George he, do that? Because he was pissed off because Andy's time. kid. No, he was pissed off because Andy's kid wore a Mets hat because it was his little league team. <laughs> Um, have we not realized that old man, has anybody not realized that old man Steinbrenner was a racist or are we not allowed to say that?
3: You're not allowed to say it.
4: No. Okay. Old man Steinbrenner was a racist. Mm -hmm. If you've seen the clips that came out of that Ken Griffey Jr. documentary where he talks about why he would never come to the Yankees
2: and it was because of the way George treated him. Way to go, George.
0: Yeah, he
2: is an SLB. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. Yeah, and
0: he was a king of the SOBs. Yes.
4: Yeah. But no, I, I I look at all these guys. Any of these guys that did steroids, you're ruining your own body. You're not ruining mine. I don't care what you do. You're
0: giving good baseball.
4: Payment. Yeah, I, you're giving good baseball. Hell, Frank Barone had the greatest line ever on the on see Mencia. I don't care if they're shrinking their balls. I'm going to stay at home and watch baseball with my gigantic balls and those guys hitting balls nine hundred feet. Ball. Greatest fucking line ever. Who cares? The only people that care are the baseball writers because they felt they were lied to because they're the most naive people on earth.
3: Well, they're holier than thou. There, there's no magic, <laughs> uh there's no magic pill to help them write better. I, I, I remember saying this to uh, this is, Actually, I've been blocked
4: by like five members of the baseball media um, on the Twitter, one of which is Mark Feinstein, that's my that piece of shit. And he was making this thing about like steroids and all this shit, and I was like, well, why don't you just admit you're Derek Jeter's ghostwriter, that you suck the guy's dick, and that you can never say anything bad about him because the Daily News has said you can't lose Derek Jeter. And don't give me this, oh, they lied to us thing. Of course they were going to fucking lie to you. Who the fuck are you? This My problem with the media in general is this. Who the fuck are you? If somebody wants to
3: tell you something, they'll tell it to you. If they don't want to tell it to you, it keep it moving, cuz. They're not obligated to tell you anything. No, and, and outside, most of these guys don't like the media. Right, outside of, you know... The daily shit of, how, how'd you do today? How'd you think the team did today? There's really no obligation for a player to, to talk to a writer. Yeah.
4: Oh, and by the way, now that people are becoming members of the media, now you can attack them. Hey, CeCe, I can't wait until mm. the judge un unmasked what the Yankees did so that you can shut the fuck up. <laughs>
3: Felt like you and I talked I about
4: felt before,
2: cheated.
4: I felt cheated. You know, my favorite. I felt well, cheated. Okay, so Aaron Judge, yeah. who hit like less than fucking Miley Cyrus ways in that playoff series, yeah. had nothing. Them banging on garbage cans had nothing to do with the fucking team hitting less than me. What was the Yankees' batting average in that world in that playoff series? Against Houston? Was, yeah, it wasn't like those games were fucking like football scores.
3: No, I think it, it, it was – but the problem was it was consistent in terms of home and away. There, there was a huge, you know, advantage when oh, you looked at what So you don't think what, the Yankees were doing were. stuff when they were at home? Well, obviously Houston was doing better, whatever they were doing. Because but, obviously the, but the, whole, still, the home and away split you know, it bore out that, hey, Houston is doing something because it wasn't like the disparity was like five or ten points in the batting average. It was like a thirty, forty
4: point swing.
3: The whole money yeah, being hit. But in guess Houston. What?
4: Okay. But the Yankees hit two oh five in that playoff series. Here, I'll look at here you go. Ready? Greg Bird, two fifty. Starling Castro two oh eight can't believe fucking Jacoby Ellsbury played. Right? The Father, 182. <laughs> Gardy, 148. Dee, 250. Chase Headley was the only guy who had a decent fucking series. He had 389. Aaron Hicks, 083. Jesus fucking Christ. Judge. What was uh, DeeDee? Judge, 250. Judge he that three it. home runs. Yeah,
3: was
4: he had 250 saying, he with had three bombs. Yeah, but how many of those were at home? I have to look up the whole thing. Gary Sanchez hit 192. When your batting averages on different players are fucking interstates, don't tell me that they're banging on garbage cans. Here. Here's the games in Houston. 2-1. 2-1. 7-1, 4 nothing. And the 7-1, Severino gets his tits ripped. Actually, they put up a force finding the 8. So again... Please tell me how that, them banging on fucking garbage cans, did a goddamn thing. Yeah. All
3: right, well, Tell we'll me, look at it. please
4: tell me, please tell me right, how I'll them, them. banging on a garbage can did anything to that fucking series.
3: Okay, the, so you ready? The score
4: disparities hey. at Yankee Stadium were a lot more. There was more of our score at the stadium.
3: Sure. I'm going to show you right now. Here it is. This, this is a home and away split for six players. Altuve, four seventy two at home, one forty three on the road. Is better at
4: home though,
3: dude? It's a three hundred point swing. Three hundred point t- swing. You, you can and he, and he hit six home runs at home and one on the road. Altuve. And where, where were their road
4: games? And that where, was that. Was that the one series or was that the entire?
3: I think that's the entirety because we're talking about how many. It doesn't say how many at fast, but you have to, to, to get 20 hits in a series. Is that just for the last one? Here. Here's our 2 a right, I mean,
4: series against the Yankees. They hit 320 in that series. Two right, homers, so four RBIs. Is. Eight
3: hits. Oh, actually, hold on. this is World Series. Great So this is just the World okay. Series. Okay. So 472 versus 143. Huge disparity, huge. Carrera, three seventy-one, mm-hmm. two eleven. That's a disparity. A... But see,
4: okay, but okay. Game you, one you're was, facing, was Kershaw. You're facing
3: Michael. the you're facing the best pitching staff in the National League. Greinke, Kershaw. Um, was you you Darvish on this team?
2: Yep.
3: I think you Darvish was on this team. So, you're Greinke
2: wasn't about three, on this
3: team. Greg, he was on that team.
2: No, he wasn't.
4: Looking at it right now.
3: So, who who was it? It It was was
4: Darvish, Darvish, Rich Hill, Kershaw.
3: Those are the three main.
4: Darvish, Hill, Kershaw, and then Alex Wood started again.
3: All right, so let's eliminate the – Darvish got his tits ripped. Take Darvish out. Where? Where Uh, do you get his tits ripped? In Houston.
2: In Houston,
4: Mm -hmm. Alex Bregman. And he really didn't get his three. No, he got his pitch ripped in both stadiums. No, no, no. Darvish got his pitch ripped in both stadiums. It was it was a five three and a five one. Five one was was this game seven, and Darvish pitched game seven. Brian
3: McCann, Brian McCann, three hundred and oh thirty seven. Yuri Yuri. and and let's not forget. Okay,
4: but all right, but see, you're talking about. Houston and, and you're talking about an eight o'clock Eastern start in a dome versus a four a five o'clock starting angel. Come on.
3: You listen, it the disparity is three hundred points. the it dispar- it's not three hundred yes, points. Yes it is. It's not three hundred points. face
4: facing Kershaw sorry. fucking You're saying that facing Kershaw at fucking twilight with fucking shadows, come on,
3: dude. I'm saying,
4: come on,
3: no, don't I'm go saying, there. Kershaw. We weren't even talking about the Dodgers. Field. You
4: brought him up. damn Yankee fans. I'm the same. And that was Kershaw and, and that was field. vintage Kershaw.
3: Right, but once come again, on. you can't tell me the disparity. The disparity is that bad. You can't say. You can't sit on me and tell me it's
2: Yes, you can. Not oh here. My, yes. yes,
4: you can. You can too. Just George. I mean, if if, if you, you it, so it, four it, games are played, so four games are played at twilight. Let's say okay. everybody starts over, over two, as opposed to playing in a dome with the fucking with the dome closed.
3: Where you don't have shadows. Alright, let, let me toss this back at you. That's why
4: the next year when the let, Red Sox when talk- the Red Sox faced the Dodgers, when they play those games, four, five, and four three, four or the three, four, and five were all seven thirty starts, which were close were
3: four thirty. Yeah. Well, that's listen, that's huh. a big disparity in, in terms of where you're playing, okay? I get that. Houston isn't across the whole continent. I mean, you know, it's... No, here's my other way of putting this. Here's my other way of putting this. Major League hitters, in one ballpark, you play like an all-star. In the other ballpark, you're hitting like a pitcher. That's so then, called a the whole disparity. But the two
4: thousand one Yankees that, did the same thing in they did the same thing between the stadium in and, and Arizona.
3: Well, that was more also, you know, who who you're facing. That you're facing exactly. Schilling and, so and Jonathan. and then they burned up uh, Byung Young Kim. Yeah, but see, but but understand that series. When Johnson and Schilling pitched in the ballparks, you had the same outcomes. Like, the outcomes were the same. So there's no disparity there. Over here, in this situation, what's in? You got somebody hitting 280 and 290 versus 150. That's basically, if you average these numbers out, that's what it looks like. 280 and 150. That's a huge disparity. You know, do have the?
2: I I want to see yeah, if they it, have this. I, I don't want to go through every box. All right, I'll go through every box score. You made me fucking want to do this. Louis, what are you thinking?
4: So, all right. So this game starts at five eleven local time in 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 L. A. Mm-hmm. With fucking Kershaw on. Like he gave up three hits. Kershaw's given up three hits. But is did, so you, to okay.
3: shit. Did, did you not see from John Boy when he broke down Kershaw's start in Houston? They sat on every curveball that he threw. Because that was, was the second time they've seen him. But he was throwing nasty hooks. I'm sorry. What he was throwing in Houston were legitimate quality pitches that Kershaw throws and they were spitting on him. I don't care if you saw him a hundred okay. times. Mm-hmm. All right. And that game. At, uh, okay.
4: And that game was a gong. There and was, that was the gong show game.
3: That was the 13th or twelve. There was, there, there was, right, there was zero swing and misses off of, uh, off of Clayton Kershaw's curveball. Zero. Zero. Stop it. You got to be kidding me. Where, you know, he, they, it was up. They knew not to swing at it, and they were spitting on them. Okay, and you know and
4: Kershaw what? Kershaw still in that and Kershaw in that game went four and two-thirds. He threw 94 pitches. Wait. He gave up six runs.
3: Right. Because you eliminated the curveball, and you were just hitting the fastball. If but you they didn't really hit Kershaw. Pitch, they did. Nine
2: hits and four innings. They didn't
3: hit.
4: Nine hits no, was, and they made him work and they got him out. No, it was four yeah, they,
3: hits. I'm looking at it right four now. Four hits. It was four hits. How many walks? Three. So seven base runners. They're 93 pitches. They're and they spat on the curveball. You, it, 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 it's you're spitting on his greatest pitch. It curse And he was all that he was throwing nice. a. If he told you, up am throwing a curveball, and you knew it was coming,
4: but, all right, chances so of
3: you hitting it are still even, bad.
4: But if you just decide that you're going to spit on it because he made you look foolish in game one, it wasn't like he, he left that game with the lead. He left the game with a lead. Actually, yeah, he left the game. He pitched four and two-thirds. It was seven to four. So I, don't know, I don't know
3: when they got the runs in the fifth. But they were
4: winning that game.
3: Right, but your eighth is out before the fifth inning. Because, and that's, that, shows it's, you, it's, that shows you how... That shows you how great he was to only give up what he gave up. Because after he left, it became a shit show, as evidence of yes. a thirteen to 12, to twelve score. Once again, it George, right, you see. can't tell you can't tell me right. that. So okay, the greatest one two three in the first. Hold on, the greatest in this generation.
4: Hold he went with one, the best three in
3: the first. He went one two three in the In the game, best curveball in the game. You spit on every single one of them. The greatest hurler okay, so in today's so game. Then,
4: all right. So then, what? What's zero why, swing of why did he have three fucking perfect innings?
3: Maybe they're getting the. Went, maybe they're getting the signs. They're working the signs at that point. You're, you're trying to figure he out sequences. three perfect innings, and then
2: all of a sudden.
3: Because, once again, if you're spitting on the curveball, and let's say they, 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 they spit walks, on the curveball right. in the first three innings, I understand that he doesn't give up a, a run in the first three innings. But you're making him work. Right? You're making him work. So then
4: what, what was the he – Heichel got destroyed he, too that game.
3: Keuchel's not Clayton Kershaw. He was, he was just as
4: good as him that year. In his career,
3: in in his best year. And that's not even his career. It's on a
4: given day. I saw Roger Mm -hmm. Clemens get his tits ripped in fucking Fenway Park in a playoff game. I saw Roger Clemens get his tits ripped 100 times in playoff games. He's the best pitcher in the game at that point, and he's still getting his tits ripped. Sometimes you don't have your best stuff. Doc Gooden was the best pitcher in baseball in 86. Louie, tell me if I'm wrong. How bad was he in that World Series? Horrendous. Just it happens. Shit happens. Kershaw fucking happens. had one good start in the playoffs in his career. But I'll
3: say right now, in that in that shit game that he and, did and in the World John Series, Boy's whole thing is,
4: Kershaw has sucked in the playoffs for every year of his career.
3: Except for he's the reason why the you Dodgers take, haven't won more. Right. Right. You, you take out that, the that reason why the Dodgers haven't it, it,
4: won more is because of Kershaw. Yeah, it's true Because you need your ace We talked about it before I mean, he CC like made an ace made his money CeCe made his money in 9 Right, no matter yes. what you say For the next 10 years of his Yankee career CeCe made his money in
3: 7 starts because And CC we talked about it, That, that his contract phenomenal. was worth it Because he got that World Series yes. Absolutely, A.J. Burnett, the way he pitched in those playoffs Was worth it Yes
4: Mike Musina's like contract wasn't yeah. worth it because But to Cher is saying because they won. Cher was terrible. Musina's contract was terrible and he's not a Hall of Famer because when he had a chance to shut the fucking door, he got his fucking tits lit up like a fucking Christmas tree.
3: Right.
4: All right, Phil. I'll g- call you back next week. Good night.
3: Oh. All right. Alright,
4: Louis, take care. So he gets my blood pressure going, then he hangs up. At least he didn't fucking leave us with something to talk about. Kershaw was awful that sure. night. His curveball was starting on the outside corner of the plate. He wasn't good. I remember watching that game. He wasn't good that night. It's easy to spit on his curveball when you can see it coming.
3: Dude, and in that now. stadium was
4: look, look. rocking. That stadium was rocking. There was no way you were going to hear that fucking garbage can that night. There's no way. That's the whole problem with John Boy's whole fucking argument is that he picked a fucking game where you could actually hear it. You could not hear it in the World Series. They've shown the game. People have watched it. You can't hear it. Minute Maid was rocking those nights. It wasn't like they were holding up with the fucking with the team on the five yard line. Quiet offense at work. That place was fucking going
3: bananas. I said, he, he got inning a game five, game five. He yeah, had not allowed a base runner. So the first three innings, no base runners. He was he was curse off, and then all of a sudden, no.
4: Maybe they just started seeing more pitches. I, it doesn't – hey, like, three one three two two
3: two oh one oh
4: oh, one Fucking Goriel had a first-pitch fastball.
3: On the way to the second win of the series with an ERA, so the two games, up until that point he had an ERA of oh nine.
4: 9 Yeah, and then he had one – legitimately in that game he had two bad innings.
2: Sorry, he wasn't perfect. He gave up. He had a, he had a double play. Scuriel into a double play. Or not Um uh, they're,
3: they're calling it sliders, but it was actually curveballs. So it says he threw 39 and only got one swing and miss sorry
4: you'd have to watch e- you' would have to watch every
3: pitch i don't remember him being wild
4: he, i do not wasn't remember that him, him being wild. wild at all it's not that he was wild he just wasn't it's like you can't it's not like job you can't tell when me' just throwing it and job was it's somewhat
3: inner close inner
4: third and it was going away
3: then you're getting swings and
4: misses if you're starting at outer third, guys are going to just sit on that. Like, like this, I'm not saying
3: that shit. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Uh, like I said, yeah. that, first of all, I mean, he's too great of a pitcher. He's too great of a pitcher. But not everybody's Who's that whole game?
4: Great in the right. But you have Drew Brees is great in the regular season. Drew Brees sucks in the playoffs. Some guys just don't have oh. the mental fortitude. To be great in the playoffs. I, I, it just happened. I think,
3: I think Drew Brees was the victim of two miraculous nope. or boneheaded calls.
4: Yeah, but you know what, though? You know, Drew Brees was the. But they, but they. let's not forget, they were also in those positions because you put them in those positions. You can't pull a big leap. Their defense stunk. Their defense is nothing different than the Super Bowl forty-two and forty-six Patriots defense. There's no, There's no difference. Absolutely no difference. I'll give you that. Tom Brady puts the Patriots in position to win both Super Bowls with less than three minutes to go in the game, and the defense fucking gives them both up.
3: Thank you very much.
2: Oh, we found something else they like Kershaw. Kershaw's nine and zero with a two one five ERA.
3: And
4: what? In, in <laughs> a simulation,
2: because I'm looking at his thing.
4: Here you go. Kershaw's career playoff record: nine and nine and eleven. A four point four three ERA. 25 starts, 130 hits, 24 Jimmy Jacks, 45 walks, 170 strikeouts. So legitimately, he's pitched a season in the playoffs. All right, do you agree with that? 25 starts is a, is a full season?
0: Change? You. Oh, fuck. We'll
6: get
2: him back. What the hell that? Okay, that was weird. Damn. <clears throat> okay, like um,
3: okay. I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So we. we can- go- the, well we both agree the, the, that twenty
4: five starts is a full season. Yes. Okay. So his postseason numbers are fucking dog shit compared to his regular season numbers. I like it's two his well, was, well, is two points higher.
3: Well we just talked about the disparity between you know, the home and road splits of the Astros, how I'm saying one is a 280 hitter and the other one is a pitcher. You know, if you can't give me that argument, then I can't give you this one. All
4: right, I'll give you the argument that, yeah, it looks, optically it looks terrible, but there are factors in four hitters. Yeah, and I hate to use the argument like, what level of baseball did you play, you know? What
3: level of baseball did you play? I I put it in college. Right. There is a big
4: different know. Yeah. That the that... but like there is a big like if you I think baseball's at like, one of these has like the stats of like game start times. Or they used to I don't know if they still do. Legitimately. They used to have like a player's career game start time batting average. That's a legit stat. Elias has
3: that.
4: I, I'm not trying to... Like, to the joke to, in...
3: Like the the, joke I'm not trying in, to fight um, you on that. Little like, Big League. Like, I, I... You know, I get it, and I agree with you in terms of that... of time. I, I get that. But first off, since when has it been that every game starts at 8 o'clock in the World Series? How long has that been going on for? At
4: least since yeah. Fox took over.
3: So, you know, it, it's not a huge disparity for our uh, right, L.A. But, team or okay, a West Coast but, team going to Boston. But how
4: many – all right, how many West Coast teams
3: have played? Right, to, how many? This Houston to L.A. What was it, two-hour difference? That's so not a huge –
4: that's, that's, that's not what I'm – but, okay, what I'm saying is, it's, it's not where you – it's not in relation to the town. Like, I'm not saying, like, getting on a six-hour flight is a big difference. What I'm saying is a 5 o'clock first pitch versus an 8 o'clock first pitch, where would you rather hit? 8 o'clock,
3: of course. Especially if the the 4 o'clock or or 5 o'clock is in the shadows in L.A. I get it. Okay, so –
4: So since we'll use Fox as our thing, because I don't remember 94, there was no World Series. I don't remember 93. So the World Series since 96, because that will be our line of demarcation because that was Fox, right?
2: Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm just waiting for this thing to pull up.
3: That's what she said.
2: Yeah. By the way, we
4: got the Delight Shrewd pop vinyl with the fucking his stapler and gelatin today. Oh my God. Hysterical. It looks amazing. Um, While we do that, we'll be right back. I know. It's awesome. My pop fucking thing is. We'll be back.
1: Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. (laughs) I'm the one that jaded you.
3: A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. All right,
4: so this is where we're going with this. So since 1995, because, well, we'll use that as the line of demarcation because of the player strike. And I know those games started to Uh Braves Indians, East Coast teams. Braves Yankees, East Coast teams. Marlins Indians, East Coast teams. Padres Yankees, okay, that's one. Right. Arizona was two, and that was 2001. It doesn't matter because it was Anaheim and the Giants the next year. Right. And okay. Marlon Yankees, Jesus Christ, they're, in the same, they're on the same fucking plane. <laughs> it's a two-hour flight. <laughs> like, legitimately, but, they're, like, <laughs> straight down. Um, Red Sox Cardinals. Barely past the Mississippi River. Actually, that stadium is still on the east part. We should legitimately say west of the Mississippi, because that fucking stadium is legitimately, like, fucking hugging uh um, White Sox, Astros. All right. Okay, we'll use like outside the same time zones. Our cutoff that allows. Yeah,
0: same right. time zone
4: doesn't matter there. Seven o'clock starts. Cardinals, Tigers. Same, same, same time, time zones. zones. Red Sox, card Red Sox, Rockies. Ooh, six o'clock start. That's starts. pushing west. Six o'clock start. Eh. Yeah, no pushing, sure, but it's a six o'clock start. Phillies, Phillies raised. Fucking Anthony raised Philly's. Philly's. that year. They were fucking That's a gong show that year. Yeah, David David Price another guy, great in the regular season, stucks in the playoffs, except for that year because he was
3: coming out of the bullpen. Um What year What year was that team? 2007? seven. Oh eight. 2008. 08? Yankees, Phillies.
4: So we're still at what? Three teams west all three, right? Yeah. Three, right? Western in in Colorado, three Colorado.
3: San Diego.
4: No, I wasn't even considering them. Because those are still they're not like completely West Coast games. And Arizona oh, doesn't I even mean, Okay. But Arizona so I use Arizona in the same thing. Arizona plays in the dome, and the dome is closed. So I use them as the same argument as the Astros. Okay. Giants, Rangers, Cardinals, Rangers, Giants, Tigers, Sox, Cardinals, Giants, Royals. Let's. 25, 24, 26 years of World Series. You've had less than 10 teams from California. Out of 52 teams.
3: Well, that's. That that just shows the shittiness of California baseball. I have no idea what my
2: fucking uh, electric side is playing. I would love to see what's on this plane right now. And
1: of
4: those, the Giants are four of them. The Dodgers are two of them. And even when it's the Giants,
2: like it was what Texas, the Royals, and the Tigers. And they
4: fucking
3: raked in those series.
4: The Royals yeah. one was the best one of all of them.
3: I like that team. That that was a team that I actually got behind. And I normally don't get behind American League teams. You know, because, of course, you know, I don't want anybody beating my Yankees. But I always had a – you know, that, that back-to-back Royals team, like I love the way they played. Mm-hmm. You know, Hosmer, Salvador, Salvador Perez you know Gordon, Kane, like Zobris. Was no Zobris was no he wasn't on that team. No, he's sorry. Um but that that type of team was, you know, very scrappy. Like I, I definitely got behind them. Zobrist uh, Zobris was, was on the
2: and one then, team. Ned did a good team. Good jo- did a good job of that.
3: Yeah, Ben
4: Zobris is like I'm, like, he's not a Hall of Famer, but you kind of wish there no. were, like, a wing in the Hall of Fame for him.
3: Is he make the most
4: underrated player in baseball?
3: Yeah, it's funny. Like, like when you talk about most, va- most valuable Madden players. Yeah. You talk about most I valuable. I Joe Madden was, He's like, good. I absolutely love that guy. Well, he played everywhere. He was a switch hitter that played. Uh-huh. No, wait. No, he played. I'm sorry, he's a right-handed bat. But no, he no, he's a switch hitter. He switch hitter that mm-hmm. played everywhere. Talk about versatility. Mm-hmm. You know, he he played what was it? Second base, outfield. Uh, towards the end, I said I think he started playing a little bit of first. But basically, you can stick him wherever. I know he played shortstop a lot. Stick him wherever, and, and he third base. did the job. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like he played it at all-star levels. But he gave you average production at every spot.
4: Yeah. Oh, and, and, and he was a glove that you didn't. I tell you, the, when the, was it last year where you had the, the problems at home? Where you had to stop playing? That hurt the yeah. club so much. You want to talk about an MVP. That just shows you, like his greatest hobby buyer is this is why Brett Gardner's still in the Yankees. There are there are guys that you can't figure out what they're worth by using war and all this bullshit.
1: Right. Sorry, so war my doesn't wife account for, for I
4: gotta
3: reason. Uh, you know, war doesn't take into account somebody's heart and somebody's leadership. Yeah.
4: And, and, and what the guys around
3: them feel. Yep.
4: That, like you said perfectly before, Brett Arner's got a job for life with the Yankees. As long mm-hmm. as he wants it. I wish he left some fucking what's out. all. Goddamn. so you're getting me hungry. Goddamn. Your roast beef is so good.
3: I used to love, uh, when I used to work in the cities. Um, I used to go to this mm-hmm. place, uh, Fiaco's. They were awesome. Uh, What's this other place? Parisi's. Parisi's, I, I, I'll i tell you right now, I would, the day I die, it, you know, I love that place. The prosciutto was amazing. The mozzarella was amazing. Like, I haven't but You should of, come get me now and we'll
2: go to fucking Castelli I'd be like, like actually contemplated. Dude,
3: I have... Oh, Jesus. I, okay, so I'm gonna give you a story. Um, okay. My office is on 14 and uh, Union Square. So mm-hmm. my dad asked me if he can borrow my my uh, truck. I had a Nissan Pathfinder at the time, and okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. He goes, your uncle's coming in, your aunt's coming in, and their whole family. Uh, my uncle. He got diagnosed with uh, cancer, and he was coming up, you know, for consultation. So it, he had all his kids with him, and he, mm. my dad, needed a bigger car. So I was like, cool, no problem, you take it. He's like, listen, your cousins want to want to go to cats. Do you want to meet us? I was like, yes. so huh? Bear shit in the woods. So, I was like, absolutely, I'll go. Yo, let me know what what time you what time you think you're gonna be there, and I'll meet you over. So he gives me time. So I had like about hour and a half to kill. So I walked from my office to Cats belly and I'm sitting up, I'm standing (laughs) against the building, just kind of chilling out, waiting for my parents to come. And here comes my truck around the corner. I'm like, great. My cousin's like, get in. Like what? We're here. He goes, no, no, get in the car. Why? You need me to help park the car? And he goes, change the plans, get in the car. I was like, stop! No. I get in the car. I come to find out that my aunt, who's a very picky eater, I love her to death. I love her to death. Pippi, if, if you hear me, I love. Let me, you me guess. She wanted Carnegie Deli. No, worse. You ready for this one? Sure. She she wanted Burger King. So we went from Cat's Deli to Burger King. Mm. I'm outside Cat's smelling the pastrami. Just standing there. No. To get my my heart ripped out. I walked all that way Uh for Burger King.
4: Are, Are you ready for this? The hitting coach Go for, for the Miami Marlins
3: is Eric Ericson, who couldn't make. You were talking about Seton Hall, weren't you?
2: That's who I was talking
3: about. Yep. Boy, they built they they built him up.
4: Uh, he was it
0: injuries
4: with him? I he couldn't hear a uh-huh. He raked until somebody said, make ball bend. And fucking, I used to fucking call him Joe Boo.
3: I was going to say, he got the full No, uh, Yeah.
4: I'll, <laughs> ball that comes straight, I hit very far. Ball that bend, no. Not so much. Doesn't like the bat. Um... They used to play these, like, six, like, uh, no, 11 o'clock in the morning games in Trenton. You know, their version of a getaway day. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they call them a
4: businessman special. No, they're motherfuckers again on the bus.
3: Um.
4: And, like, I would, you know, shoot down there, hang out, fuck around with Because nobody ever went to those games.
2: You know? It was like
4: campers, and they weren't fucking sitting anywhere near the
2: dugout. So I'd sit there
4: next to the dugout and I'd fuck around with, like, him and Shelly Duncan, whatever. <laughs> I was like, he's sitting there, turning off, and he's walking on the curveball. I'm like, hey, Joe Boo. He goes, fuck you. Hold me, fuck <laughs> you. He came over at the end of the game and gave me a pair of batting gloves. I was like, Joe Boo, what the fuck? <laughs> then, like, we went to a game like the next week, and I'm like, hey, Joe Boo. I knew him. I played against him in high school. It wasn't like I was being a dick to him, you know? Right. Everybody says, Why do you keep calling him Joe Boo? Like ball that Ben can't hit. <laughs> how dare you say that to him? He's a Yankee. Motherfucker. He's not wearing pinstripes. He's not a Yankee. Not yet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, it's funny how as I said that I turned to my right to actually look at the person that's not there.
2: Um It it just
4: Of course you're gonna build him up. He's the first round pick. Which which makes the baseball draft even funnier. But I I, I said this before, and I knew I, I wanted to get to this. Can you please explain to me how Alexander Mogilny's not in the in the Hockey Hall here yet? Was he at six hundred? He was one of the best players in the game
3: for right. But what did he end eight. up with? Eight <clears throat> hundred? No, he wasn't.
4: Nobody. The only person with eight, is there's three of
3: them. Right.
4: There's two of
3: them. I was going to say, he hit... I don't even know if he hit five five or six. That's the news. Hold on. 473. He played less than 1,000 years. And he ended up in the KHL, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But he didn't didn't retire in 06 after he left the Devils. Yes, he did. Did he?
4: I didn't realize he came
3: back to the Devils in 06. I see that. 76 in one year. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry. He was a fucking definite Hall fan.
3: Over per game. Hmm. I think it's like half Did a he... goal a game. His shot was wicked.
4: More than half a goal a game. Hell, he's he's probably the main reason Devils won the Cup in two thousand. Just getting him. I'll never forget that when they made that trade. He played 12 games with the Devils. He had one more. He had one more point than Marty did. Jesus Christ.
3: So, it's who's the, his linemate? How it, sad it is, it is that? 92. Yeah, 76, 12 sure. seasons.
4: Um, probably find out. I probably
2: figure it out.
3: <laughs> this person had a hundred and forty-eight um, points that year.
4: Fifty-three goals. God, he on <laughs> Pat LaFontaine. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. And, and I think, and I, I almost want to say like Andrew Chuck was on the left wing, but I don't even think that's right.
3: Right? Who? we got to pull that out. Ninety-two, ninety-three Buffalo Sabres. Hold on. I can probably find it there. You
4: look that up, and I'm just going to text somebody.
2: It was a Sabres fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh...
3: <laughs> Tortorella was the assistant coach. team was LaFontaine, Will Gilney, Howard Chuck, and Chuck was on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Roger Sweeney, Randy Wood, Presley, Smelnik, Brad
2: yes. May, Yes, that Kravoda. Randy
3: Wood.
2: Yes, that
4: Randy Wood.
3: But Princeton, New Jersey.
4: Isn't his kid Miles?
3: Is it? Bob Corkum? Well, wow. there, Keith There's some names on
4: him. Rob Ray, man. Hey, I got a name for you. Played two games that year with um uh, Matthew oh. Barnaby. Matthew oh. Barnaby.
3: I don't see him on here. I'm oh, there he is, Barney.
2: Kiko. going. He played two
3: games. Yeah. Classic yeah. Yeah. and Pure was your goaltending combo. And Dar-
2: with and Darren Hoopa. It seems like they played Boy, it like... Those, three
4: guys. those three
3: guys a lot. Well, they weren't that good. Oh, look at look at their records. Oh, it... eleven and ten, and eighteen. McGilney... Yeah. And,
4: and Mogilney scored seven goals in the playoffs that year. He had eighty-three goals. They played seven Did games at... in the playoffs. He scored eighty-three, 83 goals.
3: Dude, Jesus Christ, LaFontaine, 148 points. Yeah. 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 Andrew Chuck, is it...
4: you know, I know even when it came May to Rangers, and Ray
3: didn't play on him. I want to say Andy to see played on that line. Point per game.
0: Who's that? LaFontaine.
3: His career wasn't uh, that long, well, because of concussion.
0: Yeah. Well, Gilney was
6: 23 that year. I, don't know.
0: I
4: was. Anderson
0: traded know. that year. Traded there.
3: Yeah, he was traded that year. Was Definitely he traded there to or was he traded to... Yeah. He was traded to Toronto. mean, he was there. Right, he could have been there at the beginning. Well, not... Oh, well, yeah, I guess he's the left wing. That's
4: it.
3: Yeah, it could have been May because they needed somebody to protect them.
4: No, you didn't touch those guys because May, May and Ray were on the team. was Andy. <sighs> I really fucking bet it was Andy.
0: Yeah, it That's was until he got traded. Yep.
3: Well, it would it would make sense because if you look at his stats for that year, his stats when he played for Buffalo over a point a game. So that would kind of coincide with that line because that line was just blowing shit up.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think about it. In, in, in Andrew Chuck, the great thing about him was he banked on all the garbage. Oh, he loved it. Dave Andrew Chuck scored 600 goals, goals. Almost 600, 600 goals. Right. If they put out like a shot chart of his 600 goals, 590 of them would be from, like, inside, like, from, the, like, an extended trapezoid.
3: From the, yeah, from the dots in. Yeah. No, and,
4: and, and I'm not even going the dots in. I'm not even going that far out. I'm saying <laughs> from the fucking hashes in. Yeah, I'm saying if you extended the trapezoid to the hashes,
3: that was it. Oh, by the way, my wife did comment on uh, the picture of the of the shark, and she said "shark NATO." If you had that for July,
4: yeah. <laughs> I wish you could like legitimately have like a chart of where he scored. So, you think about it. Like, Andrew Chuck was in Buffalo 10 years when that came.
3: You know what's sad? Right. What was that team's record? As great as that that is mm-hmm. with the firepower that they had on that first line. Here they finished seventh in the conference.
2: Was in conferences yet? It was. Um, what do you call it? They were
3: fourth in the Adams.
4: Yeah, that they were fourth in the Adams.
3: And I guess that so they were eight seed.
2: No, they were four seed.
3: I'm looking at the Wales Conference. The first first team here is the Penguins. Then the Bruins. No. The
4: Beaks. No. Remember, ninety three ninety four with the expansion is when they
3: went two seeds.
4: Ninety two ninety three was still divisional playoffs. Okay. So they were the four seed. Boston was the seed. They beat one seed. Boston they swept Boston.
3: Right. And then... They got swept by got Montreal. Got swept by Montreal. Three overtime games. <laughs> Damn.
2: And Montreal went, to win, went on to win the cup. It was
1: the
2: next War, year they, they lost the the seven Cran- to Cran- the Cran-
1: Devils.
2: Pierre. Yeah, the next year they lost to the Devils.
4: I hate it when they change their fucking logo to that fucking stupid black, gray, red, white, and silver bowl.
3: So Grant Thier was traded for Dave Anderchuk. Wow. It was Anderchuk, Darren Poopa. And a first round pick for Feuer and Kevin Pop. Well, and a fifth Who round pick the, the better of that deal. Well, Andy Chuck played for the
4: Stanley Cup final. Oh, no, they lost in the Western Conference to Gretzky. Hmm.
3: Think about it. Well, like, Andrew goal. Chuck's a guy that, like yo, that team didn't need score too. Right, and,
4: and then next year Hashik set the world on fire. Hashik used to have some fucking epic battles with Marty. Like it was like I would love to look at like Hoshik versus Marty head to head. There's got to at least be a couple of nothing nothing shutouts. Hey, consider that with the firepower that fucking the fucking Buffalo
3: team has. I always thought that Hasek was a better goaltender. Like, a lot of Marty was uh, team generated. I, um, I mean, dude, seriously, not for nothing. Your defense was Scott Stevens and Scott Needlemeyer. That's your top pair.
0: No,
3: it wasn't. That is, well, no, I'm just saying. Like, no, Needlemeyer play, yeah, played, played with, uh, with, uh, played with uh, Sanico. Sanico. Right. But I'm basically saying your top defensive people, it's Scott Stevens and Scott Needlemeyer. That is just crazy uh, in its own. I, you know. So the Maple Leafs that you had Gilmore, mm-hmm. Glenn Anderson, Andy, uh, let's see here. Wendell Clark, John Cullen.
2: Yep, they were oh, a fucking Chuck. good team to
3: too.
4: I I think you saw the greatness of Bredor post two thousand four. Those teams are shit. You know, like you know what his greatest ability was? Availability. He was always there. Eli
3: Manning. Yeah.
4: Never took a night off. It wasn't until like something stupid happened that he got hurt. Hashik was splashed. You know what? Here's the way I'll, I'll 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 throw this at you. If you compare Marty versus Wah versus Hashik It's like comparing Jeter or Doñez and Nomar. Hasek was flashy. Marty and Wah were just constant.
3: You know, if Wah played in the era that Broduril played, where there was no tie... Mm -hmm. Oh wait! Can you still like, say that, that, Marty? I he played half Marty the played, his career. half the career, where it was all he wins the Rockies. They yeah, did.
4: Uh know. It was like eight years. Eight Boy, years is a years significant experience. amount of time. That's significant. But the but the numbers, but all right, but the numbers.
0: Um.
2: The numbers don't warrant it.
4: Because if you like because you can you can extract out shoe got wings and compare those to ties, it, it doesn't affect Marty as much as it does somebody else who plays in the New York metropolitan area. On the other side of the New Jersey transit line from Newark. <laughs> I think Marty lost a hundred shootouts. <laughs> Marty lost other shootouts. The, shootout. the Devils just never had a guy that's win them. Um, yeah, like you take his numbers, like Marty's. At, Marty's way over seven hundred. Like Marty's so far, so far away. If you took his ties and made it like to now and whatever. It's not – I don't even think Marty has, like, 30 wins for shootouts.
3: Well, I figured, let's say if he splits the ties straight down the middle, he has, what, 105 ties, right? So let's say you take yeah. 50 ties, toss it over to his wins, 740, right? What's Patrick at? Yeah. Well, let's take a look at Patrick. Patrick's at 551. Playing less time, correct? Yeah. Who, who played uh, last time?
2: Uh, Patrick. played about the same amount of time.
3: 22 years for, for Marty. And what does Patrick do here? Are we really going to count Marty's first and, like, first, two, three,
4: first and second last year?
3: Okay, so Patrick has 131. You cut it in half. What was that, about 70?
4: 65? guess this six, six something.
2: Marty's still way beyond them.
3: Right. 2029. Marty. Yeah, but okay. So he also played two hundred more games. That's
4: just because he played more games.
3: Right, but that's still it's significant. You're talking about. Uh, what, no, three because, seasons?
4: no, that's because he wasn't a little fucking cunt. Marty won 42 games in shootouts.
2: Because the NHL
4: has finally put that fucking on the website. What was that? Marty has 42 wins by shootout. He's still ahead of him. Because that would leave Marty with, with what did he finish with, 691, 696?
3: Yep. That would still be 650. Still, he'd, still he'd still be 100 more ahead of Patrick Law. With 200 more games played. And, but that's not Marty's fault. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you, you have to take the but number in context. Because Patrick was hurt and Patrick was a bitch. Patrick was also the greatest I was hurt time. was a bitch. Second grade. The greatest score double one.
4: The greatest saved the franchise. No. Whoa. Patrick Wah. Wah. For as great Wah. as he is number-wise, nowhere even close to the impact of the game that Marty is.
3: not even close. Hmm.
4: And Patrick Watt played and in, played in the fucking league when the fucking skill level was dog shit. It's first six years in the, uh. the league, we didn't even let Russians in. Marty played his entire career with the European influx, playing in the same division as the but, Legion you know, of Doom. But,
3: but you can't really because here's the trouble with that with that statement. It's like mm-hmm. scoring in the '80s and nine and early '90s it was.
4: Was fucking Super Nintendo. It was Nintendo compared. To
3: yeah. So if you have a goaltender that's putting up numbers, okay. So WA in '85 had a one th- one ninety three goals against. I'm mm. oh, sorry, that's incorrect. But a goal scoring was
4: that. like. Yeah, you, you know, goal like scoring wasn't like that it,
3: all across the league, though. Right, but it's it was almost one like the team. equivalent. You know, when the Devils brought the trap the in, team. they 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 reduced their goals which the, again. Which which Montreal played,
4: which 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 is the same thing Montreal played. It's just that New Jersey did it and it became boring
3: because they won with it. And and
4: Montreal didn't win,
3: but not in the early '80s when Wall was playing. You know that. Yes, they did. They used that. The trap, the trap came in later yeah, on,
4: and Patrick Wall played. Look at the the look at the teams. Look at the players Patrick Walker played in the eighties.
3: Chelios. Uh E. Le Mhm. I get it, with... you know great teams. Yeah.
2: Uh
4: Yeah, those things. Fucking Larry Robinson,
2: uh, Stephon Richet. Yeah, those teams didn't suck. No, not at all.
4: No, it's it's just that back, you know. Yeah, like yeah, Marty had the benefit of playing every night. Marty was fucking five hundred times better shape. He wasn't smoking heaters between fucking periods. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody made Marty out to be fat. Did you ever see that guy's equipment? No. His chest and arm pads, His chest... He wore the biggest jersey you've ever seen. They won't even sell his jerseys, like his game-used jerseys, because they don't want everybody to know how big the fucking things thing is. Those things were massive.
0: Because his chest and arm
4: pads did... Yeah. His chest and arm pads weren't, like, skin-tight to him. They, that's why he never got hurt. All his shit, like, you ever watch him when he would just, like, sit there and, like, roll his shoulders and fucking, like, do things with his shoulders? That was to get mm-hmm. the fucking pads back in place. His gear was he, was big on him. And, and he wore it
2: loose so it didn't,
4: you know, punch up on him
2: so he could actually breathe.
4: But he always wore small leg pants. It was just his upper body that was big. He's a big motherfucker. To this day, he's a big motherfucker. Trust me, I saw him in Vegas. He's a big motherfucker. Me and him are the same height, and I'm 6'4". He's big. But, like, everybody always killed those Devils teams. They weren't, like, the top five in scoring every year. Oh, they're boring. They play defense. Oh, shit. What a novel concept. They're not running around like a fucking gong show. They're actually playing assignment hockey. Oh, my God. Fucking murder them now. <laughs> <laughs> I always – I he used to laugh at that. Like I, there's guys that work right for NHL.com now, uh, Mike Morial. He used to do, like, New Jersey high school hockey when I was playing. And, like, me and him would sit there, like, you know, if, like, he was covering a game, and we, we'd just sit there and shoot the shit. I'd be like, Jigsy, they're fucking third in the league in scoring this year. He goes, I know. How the fuck is anybody saying they're boring to watch? Because they're not – you know, they're not the penguins, they're not this. I'm like, oh god for real, They play structured hockey. Holy shit. It doesn't look like little kid soccer.
2: That's what I got in the show. Call Jake
4: they call Jake Um at least fun. We could look out hockey with him for hours. But like that that that's the problem with all this. Like the Devil Blue's got like the the fucking the whole shit show of like They're boring to watch. They play too much defense. Jesus Christ, who cares? Like, they were the perfect team to play in the Meadowlands. Like, the owners of the stadium were built on defense. Across the You know what I mean? Right. Like, they were blue-collar. Like, the Giants in, like, the 80s were blue-collar. You know, like, you'd expect to see the guys rolling up in pickup trucks. Those Devils teams rolled up in pickup shots. Like the most I'd say the most underrated guy of the Devil's run was John Madden.
3: No, he was a hell of a player. Great penalty killer. Really good center.
4: Hey, let me ask you this. Nico Heesher. Was he worth $7 million a year?
3: Nico? Mm hmm. Uh, no.
2: I should show you my fucking
4: Twitter from when they find that deal. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. How can you fucking say that? You're an idiot yeah
3: well, they may know let you me very pull up well. some of the... <laughs> but uh
2: <clears throat> let me see let me see if I can pull up some of the things I've gotten from devil fans
4: when I tell them that Andy Green's a parking Cone
0: <laughs>
4: or Corey Schneider sucks dick
2: but what well what do you think's not worth the money? I'd like, to the anything yeah.
3: What is that? You know, it's not like you're bashing a team, you know, because that's your team. But no, I'm a Bruins fan.
2: Okay, well, never
3: mind. Sorry, but uh, my wife's call a Spade. Space. I,
2: I root for him because of my wife.
3: Okay, but well, you really gotta call him spade a spade on some things, and you know, it's like with the uh, Rangers with Kako, it's been rough.
2: I'll tell you right now,
3: um,
4: in the world we live in now, CACO scares me.
3: Okay. Um, Okay. being
4: type one diabetic right now.
3: Yeah. Scared the hell out of me. Well I know um they don't know if he's gonna if they're gonna allow him to play. Yeah. With the restart. But to be honest with you, let him sit out. Let's get eliminated mm-hmm. in the first round. And let's get that number one pick.
4: Uh, Let's see.
2: Oh, I'm almost to the point where double fans are telling me. Oh, one told me that I said that um, Nico is a fourth line. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, they don't have a number one
4: center. He's number two on a bad team, which he's on. He's a third center on a 6 to 8 team and four on a top-four team. Some guy actually said that he was responsible for Taylor Hall's MVP season. Pretty, I said, I'm pretty sure that Kyle Mary thinks differently. Um, <laughs> fourth line, um, first overall pick, you got to seek addiction help because you're either drunk or stoned. I was like, no. I said, he's a fourth-line center on a good team. Dude, I went through this. Like, the day he signed it, I just was like, are you fucking kidding me with this? Like, I was like, you are fucking completely jumped the shark here. I don't get it. Like, I think Jack Hughes is going to be fine. Jack Hughes is going to grow into his body. I have no problem with Nico Isher. I think he's a great human being. I love the fact that he took care of his military sir.
2: That's awesome. I don't want him playing first line center for me. No. That's
3: not a negative the, sort of he, player. They, no,
4: and his the Rangers went to the Stanley Cup final with not ha, without having a number one center. The Rangers made, made the playoffs for years without a number one center. Yeah. The years were like, with, like the Callahan years. It's okay. The only time that became a problem was when they ran into New Jersey in 2012. And they ran into Los Angeles in 2014. That's when it became a problem. Because when you have teams that have legit number one lines, you can't roll out three teams. Because the Devils killed you with your 4 and In
3: And Los Angeles just killed you. So let's look at Nico's stats here. He's not even a <laughs> point-per-game per player. Nowhere close. He's, he's a career-minus player. Obviously, he doesn't kill penalties because he has zero shorthanded goals or points. Kill penalties because he's not defensive enough, right? But okay, so you're not defensive enough, but you're not offensive enough to put up the points. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's doing fifty or sixty points a season, then you expect that person to also do defense mm-hmm. and to also short, you know, do shorthanded. Yeah, he's not uh, fifty-two goal. I mean, points in eighty-two games, forty-seven, sixty-nine, thirty-six, and fifty-eight. That's not even day Jack, and J Jack's overpaid too. Well, yeah. I you if you. Ask them to take back that uh, salary. They would. PK Subban. Another shitty comment. Talk about, sh- yeah. Talk about in the bed this year. No.
4: I think it was Bam Bam. I think Bar. I think Barney said it.
2: Um, Barney basically
4: said, "He, you can't be that good and be on four teams. No, um. and have teams trading it." It can't happen. for three things, whatever the fuck he's on now. It, it doesn't happen.
3: Well, he, he, he's not going to be on the doubles much longer. Yes, he will. So he's oh, a, he, yes, he he's will. A mi- he's a minus 21 this yeah, season. I don't
4: know. But minus okay. 21. I'll Hang up on here. I'll call you. I'll call you right back. Because <laughs> I right. want to have this conversation, not where we can be recorded.